what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams, and I'm back. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Say it ain't so. And that's you. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one. New, 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 new world order. A.K.A. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. You in the Desert Storm bunker with CGAC, God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. <laughs> and we back in here with a great show today. And uh, judging from the recent debate that I saw, I am still the king of kings. New, 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 new <laughs> world right. order. Ain't no ifs, ands, and buts about it. All right. Listen, I just got to call it as I see it. But anyway, we got a great show for you today. Have a Why have American women become so undateable? And of course, we're going to go to a medical doctor or a doctor doctor. He might be an engineer doctor. He wrote an article, Why American Women Are Undateable. So I want everybody to know and understand this is from a dissident MC, MD. I have no idea what that means. However, he took the time to pin this article. So, no, he's not a red pill guy. He's not a manosphere guy. Even men in the blue pill rage in the blue pill world are figuring out that there's something wrong. All right. Something very, very wrong. All right. And we're not going to get to it yet. But I just had to preface preface that it is not just guys over here, the intels and the reading rainbows over here, whatever you want to call dudes, the MGTOWs. The intels. It's not these guys. It's not the manosphere. These talking points and conversations are spilling over into the normie world, and the oxygen thieves and the knuckle draggers and the ham and eggers are picking up on what we were putting down, indeed. And there it is right there. We also have, as a secondary main event, a wife. And you're going to take a look at this. This is somewhere in Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky. I don't know what. But take a look at this particular wife here. Oh, the humanity. Well, this wife with a cat T-shirt, I mean, she has all the signs of a wreck. All right, she's just a walking wreck. She developed an online romance with a Chad or a white Tyrone. <laughs> and guess what happened? She ended up sending this man 200 and, I'm sorry, yeah, $250,000 of possibly her husband's money and I want to give you an indication uh, when it was revealed that it was a scammer. This is the husband right here. Take a look at this. Look at these two pieces of work. All right. Just in, look at this. Look at this, guys. And let's let's just call a spade a spade. The people who remain married aren't successful marriages. I just keep telling you that. In fact, people who get divorced don't mean that the marriage di didn't work. Right. By definition, it says, OK, the marriage didn't work, but they could have part parted. And it could have been just both of them. You know, they just grew old, grew older to themselves. But a lot of people, they 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 stay married, but they are married in misery. They put up with all kind of bullshit. They can't afford the divorce. You know, cheaper to keep her. They stand for the kids. There's a whole bunch of things. They too old. They down bad. And as you can see here, this is a successfully. I want you to know this is a successfully married couple right here. <laughs> All right, this man is long gone. Welcome to the free agent lifestyle. My man, you can get in shape faster than she can actually stop eating Krispy Kreme donuts. All right, and you can be in shape, man. You in, 
He in the driver's seat. Look at what he's got to be here. Look at this, guys, man. Look at this miserable married couple here. Oh, man. So, um, yeah, man, things go bad, and we got a lot of great other topics. Man, We do me a favor. Hit the like button. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater coming up. But first, to contribute to the day show. All right, and we appreciate the contributions. Sometimes I forget the CGA live cash app, people, so I'm going to get to you guys and catch up. All right. All right. As soon as I can find the screen. But dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And these are contributions to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund because two children are a terrible thing to waste. All right. And so this is an income, by the way, for all the private investigators. I don't have no job. All right. There's so many people, immigrants coming across the border. Did you guys hear this? Oh, you can super chat on the Notorious CGA new, channel. New, 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 new world order. Hey, um. Check this out. Hey, um, uh, what was oh, all the immigrants coming across the border? I hear Title 42 or something like that is going out. I mean, it's going to expire. Your boy Joe Biden. What's Joe Biden doing? Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. All right. Yeah, that's he's over there blowing on girls' hairs and all of that stuff. But here's the thing: Title 42 expired. Now immigrants are coming across the border, and no, they're not all from Latin America. I've been putting that myth to bed. All right, I've been putting that to bed for, they're not even from Mexico. You know, people be like, all oh, these Mexicans are coming over. Well, some of them are, not that many are, okay? They find over there in Mexico. But a lot of people are coming across the border. Uh, you got Hondurans, you got uh, Guatemalans, you have people even in uh, Central America, South America, but you have a lot of people from India coming over. You have a lot of people from China. You have military-age Chinese people coming over here. You have uh, 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 Haitians. They're going to wrap your ass up and take you back. They ain't letting no more black people come across. But, um, yeah, they letting everybody through. The border's just wide open. As a matter of fact, there's a video saying uh, people are at the border right now waiting for this very moment because they're educating themselves. And uh, they're waiting across the border, and they're ordering Uber Eats ninjas. <laughs> Uber Eats are delivering. Yeah, Cubans, Uber Eats are delivering. To the people waiting to come across the border. And I told you, there's five things that are going to change America. All right. And these are five doom and gloom events. One of them being immigration, mass immigration. I've talked about this since 2019. Mass immigration will change the landscape of America. Oh, and black folks, you've been warned again. Let me warn you again. You're being replaced. You are now the bottom cast under immigrants. And you will be in three generations. By two generations for certain, three most definitely. And shout out to Gavin Gruesome Gavin Grusom Newsome for kicking black people in the balls again, waiting for reparations check. What did you think? Mm. I mean, what did you think was going to happen? I bet y'all better check. Man, I know you don't want me. You, somebody's got to tell you. Somebody's got to tell you. <laughs> somebody's got to tell you, man. Listen, I'm trying to give you a warning. I'm not trying to belittle you. I'm giving you a warning. <laughs> right, look, mm. step your game up or you're going to be at the bottom of the barrel. It is what itself. <laughs> it is what it is. He says, Coach separate himself quick. Shit, I've been saying, I've been saying this for 15 years. Ninjas better get their shit in order, or y'all gonna get replaced. And here it goes. Y'all let how many people? There's gonna be 250, 250,000 uh immigrants coming across the border pronto. I mean, as of tomorrow, they're invading Laredo, Texas, and Brownsville as we speak. They're pushing in 500 in New York City a day 
500 a day. Y'all better get it. Y'all better get y'all shit together. And they're coming across not even with their families, but guess what? They bring in their families too at some particular point. Okay. Florida ain't having it, but it is what it is. Y'all better get ready. Somebody says 700,000, 700,000. All right, man, it is getting crazy. This is going to change America. And by 2050, the, the, the products, the, the products of many of these immigrants will have their second generation of Americans. These immigrants are going to replace the black vote. All right. Um, because that's who they're going to vote for. And by, by 2070, forget it. Y'all better reparations check, please. All right. Y'all better recognize, but there's the subject matters today. We got the junior college out here being ruthless. We're going to give an honest assessment of what the junior college girls are out here doing. Don't think it's all sweet out here. If you're participating in the junior college, y'all ninjas can fumble your bag messing with these girls too. All right. And so we're going to talk about that and much, much more. So let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show without further ado. All right. Who do we got over here? Let me see here. I got to refresh the screen over here. This is CGA live brothers are still hitting CGA live up. Shout out to our man, rusted junk. He says, uh, what does it say here? For some reason, I can't read this screen. He says, look up Nina. Oh, this is from yesterday. He wants me to look up Nina somebody. And this was your 80s and 90s crush. If you did miss yesterday's show, we were just effing around looking up women on the prime and decline list. All right. Albert Resker says most XXs now aren't just undateable, but unlikable. Yeah, that could be they could be that way. But uh, yeah, we want to grow out of that unlikable and be un indifferent to them. Um, because, um, yeah, if they, if they're if you if you consider them unlikable, it shows that uh, you care about them too much and you take them seriously. It's hard to take them seriously. You know what I mean? All right. Shout out to the Dragon of the East with the sponsorship for the day. I'm what did he say? He says, Konnichiwa, Sensei. Good morning, CGA. You are a true sh Shidoshi. I'm a true Shidoshi. I better get my Japan Japanese uh, marked up for this one. I can't even read English, and he's throwing me uh, terms here. Let me say it again. Out of respect, Konnichiwa, Konnichiwa, Sensei. Good morning, CGA. You are true Shidoshi. Translated from Japanese to English, teacher of the way. All right. I think that's what it is. This teacher of the way is a S-H-I-D-O-S-H-I. -S -S and he says, Honor and respect to you. And he throws me another one. He says, Kayusha Katani. I think I screwed that up. And he says, take care and be safe. As always, free agent lifestyle, not only for life, but forever. I think I owe myself a visit to Japan. All right. And when I come through, I want to make sure I make my presence felt. All right. Anyway, shout out to you. Thank you for the sponsorship today. Derek Eaton says, CGA, thanks to spaces like yours and other brothers. That brother, he says, and others, a brother is down 70 pounds and passed the 100K. Shout out to you. What did you pass 100K? You got that money? You got that money? And he says, shout out to the coach gang and coach gang for life. All right. Dude, these men are testimonies to the men who practice the free agent lifestyle. It is, in fact, very, very very easy, considerably, to get your life in order. We can get our lives in short order in such, I mean, in order in such short order. It's crazy what men can do and accomplish. King of country, he says, enjoying my freedom. He says, you are always welcome in Nigeria. Thank you, brothers. All right, even though they put the map, uh, uh, the Nigerian brothers will welcome me. 
Lamar Morris says Dizzy Gillespie played the sax. Me, myself, and I, I love to max. Red bone booties. I'm out the wax. Stick up, kids, is out the tag. Shout out to Greg, mm. N-I-C-E-E-E. He says, Coach Gang, baby. All right. I love Greg Nice, by the way. All right, Greg Nice. He was one of them dudes who could not rap, but he made it cool. He was a true MC. Greg Nice was a true, true MC. You don't have to put these great, great lyrics together. <laughs> Stick up, kids, is out the tax. All right, shout out to Greg Nice and Smooth B. All right, if you will. All right, and uh, no, we call him P.I. We call him the P.I.D. P.I. Double. I just found out new cash app. Who dis? <laughs> and here it is right here. Wait a minute. Who are you? It's the new cash app. Thanks for being back over here. Deshaun Rose says, good morning, coach. I'm on the road, but tuned in. Be safe traveling. And our man next day, Balt, says, for my ninja watching, I appreciate y'all for checking in and catching up where your last left off. All right. And shout out to all my brothers in Japan. Uh, do not let me loose over there. I might go nuts. Ladies love cool. See, give me the Cali catfish reparation. He says, give the Cali catfish reparations the buzzer. Mm. Newsom gave them the nope. I mean, did y'all what did y'all expect? <laughs> what did y'all expect? Gavin Newsom was just sitting back the whole time. <laughs> He was listening to the Gavin Newsom was like, <laughs> he let y'all talk about this for how many months? He let y'all talk about it, show up at the city civic center, uh, debating, screaming, screaming at the top of your lungs. And he pulled the rug right from up under y'all feet. God damn. I love it. I love it. Access denied. He pulled the Dikembe Mutombo on y'all asses, man. He's like, y'all thought this shit was going to fly. Who is y'all, man? And y'all was out there. Niggas always got to show they teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, why you want this to be? I told y'all. All right, let me do three more. Uh, we got, uh, let me see here. Where is this at? These are from yesterday. These are from yesterday. I missed them. My man Shan said, could you do Shakira? He says, just wanted to know if I'm tripping because I'm over here thinking I'd pay off some taxes. <laughs> Shakira's a baddie. She's a baddie. I mean, you know, I think she's a smaller woman as well. Shout out to Julian. He says, Mama Kamala sound like Joe Namath. He says, you caught it, coach, with that... <clears throat> Mama Kamala, shout out to, we got to Devante Swing is in the building. My dad and I are like twins. 50% of my girlfriends make comments on his looks. The older, chubbier version of me, the, what the F, A hey, man. That's how my dad was when I was a, when I was a youngster. You know what I mean? He used to walk me to the bus stop and them girls used to be like, that's your daddy. <laughs> and I'd be like sitting on the bus. Yeah, that's my daddy. Oh, he's so handsome. And guess what? Same thing happened when I pick up my kids from the high school. Them girls used to be like, that's your daddy. <laughs> they were sitting there. They would come up to the car door. They would come up to my door. Hi, Mr. Adams. I'll be like, man, if you don't get your. All right, I'll see you in a couple of years. <laughs> I'm just, this is crazy. But people think I'm lying. My daughter hated that shit. Oh, my God. She'd be like, this is ridiculous. All my friends follow you on Instagram. That was my daughter. <laughs> It's like crazy. They'd be sitting around lunch talking about me and shit. My daughter would be like, man, did, would you stop? <laughs> this is crazy. 
they be waving at me. Oh, when I got the 911, but it pulled up, they used to wave, ha, run me down and shit, picking her up from school. I'd be like, man, this is crazy. This is crazy. I was like, I'm going to stop picking you up. I'm going to pick you up in the dump truck at the next time. All right. So anyway, we got Will says, <laughs> that's all I'm going to call you. I messed it up. He says, uh, I went, I'm at the junior college and I've gotten more hot punani in 10 months than I've gotten in the last 10 years. Thanks for the tip, coach. Well, when you discover that the hot ones are monetized, that is what happens. <laughs> Not only in 10 months, you can get it in 30 days if you got the budget. All right, it is get them daddy get time. Em daddy. <laughs> it is crazy out here. All right, I will always tell you, you, you guys are out here are discovering what you guys are out here discovering what is probably it's been going on for the entire time. All right. Uh, we, we got two more macaroni. Tony, he says, you got to play that Beetlejuice in the Porsche dealership clip that you posted on the dark side channel. Uh, I, remind me of that one. Remind me of that one. All right. Cause it was funny. And, uh, faith is in the building soon as I get home. She says, Hey coach Chuck Schumer mentioned, allowing immigrations or immigrant to do the work that Americans won't do. He says, it's fine by me, but don't downplay Americans that know their worth. He says, why should I take a job that pays less than my experience? What do you think? Well, shout out to faith. It's one of our faithful followers and uh 52 point inspection coming up. But let me tell you, man, um, the problem is it's kind of like the minimum wage argument in my opinion. Uh, it's it's basically you're shooting yourself in the foot when you do this. And ultimately, if they know people, if they know they have the capability to pay people a little bit more, but actually replace you with an immigrant, a piece of technology, AI, then eventually you'll shoot yourself in the own foot. OK, so if you, in fact, believe you should make more then the market would dictate that, I think the market's going to dictate paying people less wages. All right. Because the market is going to dictate. I mean, uh, there's going to be more people willing to take less and potentially under the table um, and all of those things. Right. So th this is going to be the problem that Americans are going to have. Right. We believe we should earn more. But based on what? Based on what? Like, what are you what are you basing that on? Basing on your needs. Right. That's one thing. You can go into a job interview and you can say, I need to make eighty thousand dollars for this job. And the market can dictate. We're only paying 50. All right. This happens to older people in, in, in uh, work, especially older women. They work at a job for 30 years. They stay and hold. They hold their position. They don't move. They do what they do. But their needs, as they increase in age, um, the needs become more. They're like, I need to make $80,000 at this job. And then they just sit there for 30 years waiting for them to hit that 80. And then the next year, they'll need 81. But see, here's the problem with that. These jobs that she's doing for 30 years, they can replace her with two people at 35 and stay $10,000. Okay. That's how I look at it because I kind of look at it from a business perspective. Not only that, this person that sat there for 30 years probably is worse on the technology, worse in communication, less trainable, and so forth and so on. So now, not only could I replace you with two people, I can actually, in, I can actually integrate AI and technology to outproduce you by tenfold and save money. So again, I think we got Americans got to put things in perspective. What do you, why do you believe you need more? 
Why do you need, why, sorry, why do you believe you deserve more? Is it because you need more or you're actually worth more? Um, and uh, yeah, that's going to be the problem because guys, you got younger people desperate for jobs. They'll replace you. You have immigrants coming in. They'll replace you. So what I think Americans, what we're missing is on how to actually be fiscally responsible, right? Many of us are in debt. I'm going to talk about this later. We're in debt because we're following a certain pattern in our 20s and 30s, and that makes us need more money. When we actually can need less money, that's the number one issue. And number two, we actually don't do shit with our money, so you don't buy land, you don't make investments, you don't have an emergency fund, so therefore you need more money, and you hustling backwards. But that's gonna sh you're shooting yourself in the foot. Boom. Then somebody else, they, they replace you, and then now you're like, oh, well, fuck that shit. Now, now what do you do now? Yeah, we have minimum, we don't have mi enough minimalists. Um, I think Americans are about, about to get a wake-up call in the next 50 years. People don't really have skills. People don't really have skills. You have you have competency in one thing. Like you don't even have a skill so much so that you're all, you're desperate to try to stranglehold. Um, high, uh, marketing, not marketing, hiring uh, jobs right here. You're trying to strangle them to, to get as much as you can out of them, all right? You're bleeding that turnip dry. You don't have no goddamn skills. So you go to company to company to try to choke out the people to pay you more. Instead of going, oh, what? You don't want to pay me? I'm going to take my skills somewhere else. And you might be able to be a competitor. You might be able to, you know what I mean? That's That's what I'm thinking about. He said next 50 years. He said seven years, coach. I mean, in 50 years, you'll be able to tell. But certainly in the next 50 weeks and certainly in the next decade, we're going to have a class. We're going to have class warfare. We're going to have a lot of people basically fall out of the gap. It's going to be bad. It's going to be a wake-up call for sure. All right, anyway. Somebody says, shout out to Coach for covering the article I posted on Locals. Shout out to everybody on Locals, man. Shout out to you. Hey, man, let me get back to it. So, Faith, uh, use your years to get some skills. Be able to, um, you know, go get married. You know, I can use you. Let me see. I can put you to good use. You need a couple of bucks? Hold on for a second. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Faith, come my way. Come around my way. All right, there's a couple of bucks I can. All right. And by the way, I was at the Bass Pro Shop stocking up on brass. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see here. You want a part-time job? I got you. You know how it works. All right. Shoes off and socks. All right. Get them feet. I got to see them feet. I got to be able to see. All right. That's the thing. All right. Let's get, let's get to the show. This show is already 28 minutes in and it's off the rails. So we're going to have to be in a rush here. Straggle and Sniggle Theater, as always. There's always a good show to have here. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, Straggle and Sniggle Theater, we got it. Uh, we're going to start with the woman who um, has recently got found liable. Trump is found liable for assaulting this woman. All right, it wasn't a grape. Uh, remind you uh, that President Trump has denied even knowing this individual, but that's neither here nor there. So what we're going to do is we're going to see if this is a credible person here. Now, we can't really tell. She seems like she's a little bit, she, she seems a little wild out, wild eyed to me. So this is the individual here. She's given an interview to Anderson Cooper prior. I think this was prior to the actual trial. 
And uh, let's take a look at the, the, the type of person that can accuse you of doing something while you don't even remember her. Let's go with it. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished, which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not this was not sexual. It just it it hurt. It just what it just, you know, well, I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> Man, this, bruh, Trump lost, he lost his reputation and $5 million for that chick. Jesus. <laughs> she had Anderson Cooper, she had Anderson Cooper shuffling. This the woman right here. This the woman that was like, yes, tr Trump did it. He was like, that bitch is not my type. Are you crazy? He was like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. He was like, man, I wouldn't touch her. Is she crazy? Like, this is where we're going in the world. Like, let's play that shit again. I want you to recognize the body language. The body language from Anderson Cooper. He knows she cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Hit it. Look at her eyes, man. She all over the place. Is she cloned? What in the hell? I feel like a victim. Look at Anderson Cooper's body language. She's leaning in. He's leaning back. All right, watch. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished, which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not, this was not sexual. What? <laughs> it was not sexual. Okay, play it again. Okay. It just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. Well, I think most people think of rape. Look at Anderson Cooper's body language. Look at how she's leaning in. He leaning back from her. As a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I think most people thing. think of rape as being sexy. Mm -hmm. Anderson Cooper said, <laughs> Anderson Cooper was like, what that mean? I'm sorry, what? Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. <laughs> Anderson Cooper was like, what that mean? Anderson Cooper was like, and by the way, what she's talking about is actually true. I've actually brought that up on my show about a lot of women do have great fantasies, but so she's not out of left field. All right, but uh, but Anderson Cooper does not want that to be broadcast on the normies for CNN. They, nobody wants to talk about that shit. All right, here it is. We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, she said you're fascinated to talk. Look, she undressing this. She eye graping him. This is what I call eye grape. This is when I say I'll be at the junior college looking like Samuel L. Jackson. This is the woman who pre he, President Trump got knocked down for this woman. Well, he'll end up still winning, but this is this the woman, man. I'm, I cannot imagine what her testimony was like in court. In fact, they have an admission here recently, her lawyers, which will be looked into. All right. Because as you know, President Trump has filed a um, how come I always forget this word? I always forget this word. Why can't I? Why, this word sometimes words slip my mind. But anyway, he has uh, <laughs> give you the word. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about? Appeal. <laughs> For some reason, that word does not want to stick in my head. All right, uh, pause. All right, so Trump has filed an appeal, and this is the lawyer, guys. This the lawyer of the woman accusing Donald Trump. Oh, the humanity. This the lawyer right here. Look at these two. These the two women who brought down Trump. Jesus. All right. So let's take a look here. Each 
E. Jean Carroll's lawyer is going to admit something that is kind of weird. Let's go ahead and go with it. E. Jean actually helped to get that law passed. It passed last year. Uh, we fought. law passed. It passed last year. It passed last year. <laughs> so what they're saying was they filed up they, they, in New York. They worked uh, vehemently to pass a law that would open up the possibilities to file older accusations, right? And if you have sons, you should be worried about stuff like this. Um, so they, she actually worked, E. Jean Carroll worked, and her lawyers and some of these people who are New York Democrats worked to open up and change the law so that this specific case can move forward. All right, and so let me play it right here. E. Jean actually helped to get that law passed. That right there is an admission. That is come some sort of conspiracy, all right, to have something like there there has to be a what would you call a what would you call a um oh man, there's another word. Why is it, why am I tripping? All right, but um anyway, let's play it. It passed last year. Now, when she said that, look at look at the woman. Look at the woman. This woman is a muppet. So look at the woman looking off screen to the people, to the uh, to the new world order on the side. New, 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 new world order. So when her lawyer said that, she looked up, watch her snap her head. Agent actually helped to get that law passed. It passed last year. <laughs> she was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> You're not supposed to be saying that. Uh, we fought. That law passed. It passed last year. It passed last year. Yeah, this got to be a conflict of interest. This has got to be a conflict of interest. You can't. Uh, this sounds like this was orchestrated as well. And she's looking off to her handlers like new, 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 new world order. <laughs> right? She's like, oh, boy. And by the way, let me just put this picture up again. This is the woman who everybody was like, Donald Trump. This the woman right here, bro. Mm. Unbelievable. Absolutely reprehensible over here. Yeah, this is the result of feminism, 100%. I mean, this is what you get. All right, at least make it believable. All right, the next straggling sniggle, let's go to a New York. They call it They call it the train in New York. I call it the subway. But the New York train has an incident, and I want you guys to weigh in on this incident. But what you see here is a ninja, ninja, ninja in a confrontation with a mealy mouth muskrat. All right, and so they're on the train. It's a small video. I can't make it a little bit larger. That's what I said, though. And uh, she, this, this Millie Mouth Muskrat is standing with her boyfriend. But there is an irate ninja, for some reason, talking about oppression and being a black man, of course. And what he does, we're going to see if the boyfriend actually responds. And what would you do in this situation? Play the film. My Save train my riding face. and I my feet. Save to my face now. Save to my face now. Tell me to take a chill pill. Tell me to take a word chill pill. Oh. Yes. Yo, you wildin'. She a female. What? That's OD. That's OD. I'm tired of you niggas in my black business. All right. It's all he said. I'm tired of you in words in my black business. All right. I don't know what happened before the film road. So she might have called him a ninja, 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 as far as I know. But anyway, OK, so it sounds like uh, he might have had his kids, his kids or somebody else's kids are there and she might have opened her mouth. You know, sometimes they be people be nosy. And uh, you know, no, no, don't do your kids like that, man. Shut up, man. Anyway, 
Mind your business. It ain't about being a role model. It's about getting my fucking respect from people like you. Okay. All these other races out here. Mind your business. All right. So you're making it a racial issue for no reason, but that's neither here nor there. And never gay. I'm ready to fuck anything up that's in my business. So, so that's that's how man. man's right there. Call at me, man. And he let his girlfriend get robbed. Right, and so he got a lot to say. We're not going to cover all of it. But uh, the point I want to make here is this. Now, um, she did. <laughs> he confronted her. He got in her grill. And just so you know, her boyfriend is standing right off to the uh, side right here. You see the gray T-shirt guy. This guy right here. I know it's small on your screen. I can't make it larger. Um, This is her boyfriend right here after she ate five fingers. She got them five chicken fingers. This is the boyfriend. Now, as he's scolding the woman, he's just standing there and he he's just basically putting his arm out so she don't cross the line. And this is the point where he said, say it again. And she chose not to say it. Now, just so you guys know, he asked her to say it again once. He asked her to say whatever she said again one time. And she said it again. And he gave her them five finger discount. Right? He gave her the five. He got the $5 foot long on that ass. All right. He gave her ass the two piece with a biscuit. Now she, he asked her to say it again as to prove he basically drew a line in the sand and she opened her damn mouth. Now, men, before you talk about what you would do after she ate that two piece with a biscuit, what do you tell your woman before that? Mm. <laughs> All right. This is the, before you say what the dude should have did when the dude put hands on his girl, I want you to tell me what he she, what he should have said to her before she got all mouthy. Mm. Right? Because this is what's going to happen. You ain't going to get my ass whooped out here. <laughs> okay? You know what ain't going to happen? You ain't going to get my ass whooped out here because the dude obviously realized this ninja's irate. Right? And so what you should do, guys, this is just an opinion here because people don't do things properly. This is my opinion. You guys got to train your women to keep their mouth shut and mind their own damn business, all right? Because women think nobody's going to hit them. I don't know why they think that. I always tell my kids, listen, you don't know who has been taught what. So people will be like, you shouldn't hit a woman. Some people aren't taught that. And if they're taught that, some people don't give a damn. Or some people make exceptions. Well, you shouldn't hit women unless. Or some people were taught, some people were taught you shouldn't hit a lady. But not all women are ladies, <laughs> right? All right, so here's the thing. He's like, yeah, you shouldn't hit a lady, but a woman you can hit. You, you never know. You, you, you just don't know. So it is your job to give your woman instructions when she walks outside. One of the instructions is definitely if it's a white man and a white girl, stop talking to ninjas you don't know. Mm. <laughs> all right, that's rule number one. Don't talk to ninjas you don't know because odds are you trying to get me roughed up and i ain't having it mm. that's number one number two do you think this ninja should have put on his cape take a look at this guy i mean the guy uh is comparable in size but one of the rules i have for fighting one of the rules i have for fighting <laughs> is if a dude is worked up ready to fight me i'm not gonna fight like if i'm not equally as worked up like, if I'm, my adrenaline's not flowing, if I'm not angry, if I'm not just as worked up as the other person I'm fighting, I'm probably not going to fight. If I'm more worked up than the other person, probably not going to end right because I ain't thinking straight. 
But if I'm chilling, if I'm sitting over here like this, and a ninja over there hulking up like Hulkamania, ready to take me down, and I don't got the and I don't got the jammy on me, I'ma just say, all right, hold on for a second. I'ma just say, let me check my surroundings. Y'all gonna go out there and, and run into a situation like Christopher, right, like Chris Tucker in Rush Hour 2. <laughs> And then you're going to run in there and you don't realize behind your back is a whole triad. That's number one, because you don't know who's going to stick up for the black guy just because he's black. You never know. So you're going to try to throw a punch and you're going to catch a jammy, sneaky, a little rabbit punch. That's number one. Number two, this ninja didn't even make a move. He didn't even make a move. Might be a lesson he's trying to teach. Next time. <laughs> Next time, if your girl speak out of turn, He's just looking at her like, he's looking at her like, next time. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Can't save them all, all right? And so, as we say, if your woman doesn't have instructions, she headed for self-destruction. Now, uh, people are saying the dude is soft for not jumping the guy. Let me tell you something. There's a phrase we have. That says, talk shit, get hit. <laughs> okay? Talk shit, get hit. This is what you teach your kids and your girlfriends, your, your wife. Before we get outside, this is the rule that apply. Talk shit, get hit. You never know who knows who's been taught that. Number two, I'm not going to put myself in danger for your dumb ass. So if you were attacked, that's one thing. But he actually told your ass to shut up. And he he baited you. He asked you to shut up and you didn't. So that's a lesson today. You learned your lesson, didn't you? <laughs> mm. <laughs> right. That's what I'm supposed to do. Hey, I got control over you. I don't got control over him. I told your ass, talk shit, get hit. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, man. I'm not about to wrestle on no no dude in the mud because you couldn't keep your mouth closed and and uh and uh respond to instructions ninja <laughs> like watch this let's just show show you right here now he stepped to her uh right here i don't know i don't know why he stepped to her because the film starts right here at 11 they're already arguing my train riding and my all right and so she said something to him and he's irate all right you never know man who's irate so he could have, you know, I think he's trying to separate them. You know, he might have said something. He might have, he would have, he might have got that two piece with a biscuit. But he said, "Hey, I ain't saying shit. Hey, I ain't saying shit that saved a lot of people's lives." All right, and so again, ladies, I'm gonna tell you right now, what happened was, uh, he asked her to say it to my face. Instructions, guys, as a man, before you catch. A flying biscuit. What you should have said was, "Bitch, shut up." Mm. Why can't you do that? Y'all broke ninjas always trying to fight for no goddamn reason. All right, now, nah, man, I got a career. I ain't just gonna fight no regular dude out in the street. First, what you? The first thing he should have said was, "Shut up, bitch." <laughs> That's what he said, but he didn't say that. And guess what? <laughs> I'm not going to jail for this ninja. All right, hold up for a second. Guess what? And I'm not going to jail for this woman. Here it is. He said, say it to my face. Now watch what the woman does. Tell me, tell me, say the word chill pill. <laughs> she said it. 
Oh, well, I mean, dude, what the proper order is. <laughs> he says, can't sneak him since he's full of anger. Nope, you can't. Every And every man knows this. He warned her. This is when he should have jumped. What he should have done was jumped in her face. <laughs> he said, shut up, bitch. That's what he should have did. Instead of fighting him. Why are you going to fight him? You know he angry. I would have been like, oh, hold on, girl. Let me get you. Let me get you in order. Stand your ass over here. Come on, guys. Let's get shit in order. Stop fighting dudes for no goddamn reason. All right, defending a woman. And if he loses that woman, take a look. He ain't losing much. He probably want to lose her. He was like, good, leave me. All right, leave me. Let's go to the next one here. I'm telling you, I'm giving y'all life-saving information. Do not be fighting in the street people like this. No. All right, here we go. And, of course, I don't condone violence. But, hey, it is right here. We're doing this for research and instruction purposes only. Ladies, my rule is, and I teach I teach all, my, all the females in my life, I teach them this. I'm not about to get my ass beat or go to jail for you talking shit. All right? So just understand, if you're going to fight guys and get in guys' face, it's going to be on you. But if you're smart, you jump behind me and close your damn mouth. That's it. That's what you need to do on a daily remind they ass. All right, we're going to a football game and everybody's going to be drunk and there's going to be Los Angeles Rams fans there and LA Charger fans. You know how riotous they get. You know how angry they get. We're going to the Dodger game. You know how crazy the essays be. Shut your mouth and the women will whoop your ass too. So shut up. Do not go in there talking. We suburban people out here. Do not go in there talking to these people. They've been loaded up on Modelo, Fireball, and all kind of Coronas. Be quiet. Mm. It's simple. That, that you can control. All right, let's go in there, man. All right, let me get into this one right here. A woman parental alienates the daughter's father and records it. I'm going to show you what parental alienation is. People don't know. People think um, uh, women don't do this. I'm going to show you how women poison their children in relation to their fathers, and they take pride in the shit. Let's play it. Hey, Haley, you didn't know there was such thing as what? A single dad. What does that mean? I just never been exposed to one. I honestly didn't know things. You didn't think they existed? No. Just think of my dad. Your dad is a single dad? Yes. How? No, he's not. Yes, he is. Explain he, it to me. He only lives with Kiki because he can't find his own house. And then after he got in the car accident, he's trying to pay for his own bills. But he's actually asking Kiki for money to pay for him. Now, this one, this young child, and I have to use the children here. Um, Unfortunately, she posted this. First of all, who in the hell told her that? One of the problems we have in our society is we're giving children way too much information. All right. And children be listening, ear hustling and all of this shit. This kid don't even know how much a thousand dollar is. They don't know any of this shit, right? So she heard her mama say this. She heard her grandmama saying this. She heard an adult saying this. Children don't understand what this actually means. So she says she's he's only living with her because she's doing this and he got an accident. He's trying to get a job. This has been told to her or she has been uh, somebody imputed this into her. Okay. Yep, her aunties, and yes, yeah, someone says she might have rehearsed this, and the mother, right on cue, let's get this recorded. Yep, her mama ho-ass friends, yep, here we go. So your dad... Kiki's her fifth girl. So your 
Kiki's the fifth girl. Now, the kid might acknowledge and recognize that. But now she gossiping and shit because she didn't heard this at the hair salon, the barbershop. She heard this somewhere. Let's continue. Your dad's living with his fifth girlfriend and he needs her money because he's trying to get on his feet. Look, at, do you see that shit? Do you see that? Why is the mom talking to the children about this? What is there a need to understand about the father in this situation? To belittle the father right here in front of these two young ladies. And you wonder why particularly black women grow up to hate men in their lives. Mothers have done this damage for a long time. This is child abuse. This is evil. This should be uh, women should lose custody when they do this. But no. Not only that, they can record this shit and put it on the Internet. Let's continue. There's not a single dad. No. And what kid is he working with? They're a single dad. And uh, like, then what is mom? A married mom? Why are why are she allowing this discussion to go on? This shit, without interjecting. Why is she allowing this to go on and recording this? I mean, these two people need clarity. I don't know anything about their situation. Why is this on the Internet? Let's get to it. No, a girl with kids. A single mom. And your dad is a single dad? Mm-hmm. Y'all aren't together. Usually people think the single parent is like the one the kids... Do you live with your dad? No, no. He Why? He, 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 he what? He's the lonely single parent. <laughs> okay. He's the lonely single parent. I believe she's trying to say he's alone, meaning he doesn't have the kids. I don't think she means he's lonely and down bad because obviously he's not if he has five women. But what he's saying, what I think she's trying to say is he's the parent that doesn't have custody. He's the non-custodial. That's basically what she's saying. But here we go. With two There's dogs no and a dead that. rabbit. <laughs> There's no parent in that. He's not watching over no kid. All right. And so this one already here fully indoctrinated and intoxicated with feminism and baby mama terrorism. He's not watching over no kid. Why? I'm, I'm asking you, why is he not watching over no kid? The person recording the video is giving you evidence why he is not watching no kid. She caused him to not be able to watch no kid. But that's just here and there. Everybody see this. Let's continue. Okay. And so this one is already gone. She can just kiss. She can just kiss it goodbye. She gone, gone. Single dad is someone that was with someone that made the baby with, but mom, like, I guess, like, left or whatever. And now the dad's taking care of the child by himself. All right. And so now she only equates a single dad. As she said, this, the only way a dad can be a single dad is if the mom left and then left the kids to stay with the dad. Now, what she just did was just reversed it as to why he's she's with a single mom. This is why mom is a single mom. Dad left and then left us with the mom. All right. That's what she knows. Let's continue. That's a single dad. Yeah. So you didn't know that happens. No, you're supposed to have two people. So working together. Okay, so she didn't know that it would be possible that there could be single fathers out here. I don't blame the child, but that's because nobody ever tells them that. They only tell them there's only possible to be a single mother. Now she's saying the ideal situation is two parents working together, which she is correct. So that's why they call it single. Wait, wait, wait. So that means it's daddy. A free that means daddy a free man. Well, you got that right, sister. <laughs> but she's also saying he should be paying, too. Let's continue. A man. <laughs> Makes him a what, Haley? A free, a free man. man. A free man. That she, he got, she got that goddamn right. But let's continue. Compared to what he could be living with right now. 
Your dad is not a single dad. All right. He ain't a single dad. Yeah. He's a free man on free will. You just say, Haley, you didn't. I mean, this type of thing, man, has been going on for decades. And some people don't think this is a bad idea. If you're watching this and you're like, what's the problem? You're the problem. As I told you, you guys have blood on your hands as to what you've done. This is not just about divorced couples. This is just not about single mothers and single dads. Almost all of us have been complicit in this conspiracy to eliminate fathers from the home, even if you have no children. And I'll give you an example. If you work for a daycare and you've ever jumped in between somebody's custody battle, if you ever worked at a school and you and you stuck your nose as a teacher, as an aide, a lunch lady and or a um, a principal, you stuck your nose in it and you took the side of the mother's story verbatim. And and this happened to Matt, Matt Barnes. All right. You stuck your nose in it where you didn't belong because you are not the person that's supposed to uh, follow the custodial plan. That's for the police. But if you ever did that, that's you're the problem. If you're a neighbor, if you're a, uh, a relative, meaning a cousin, a niece, a sister, a brother, you guys have played part and partial to the destruction of your community, even if it wasn't your kids. If you're a grand, if you're a uh, monster-in-law, a father-in-law, a parent that didn't support fathers, meaning that you, your, your father, your, your child was a father and you're a parent and you didn't step in between that and you chose the side of the mother, your hands got blood on them. All right. If you were a guy who played the stepdad, your hands got blood on it. If you were a guy that knocked down single mothers when um, the, the, the mother had custody of the kids and you stepped in between the father, you're, you got blood on your hands. Okay? All of us. Okay? All of us have played a role in these things. If you're a football coach and you didn't step in between and check mothers that tried to keep the fathers away from the football game, you got blood on your hands. OK, all of you guys have played a part in this, and it was all instigated by a mother just like this. All she had to do was spin her little story and you took it hook, line and sinker. You bit you took the bait and then you went out there and you start making decisions on behalf of this mother to carry out punishment to the father. Right. So this is not just a case of a mother doing this. It is everybody in our community that has played a role in this 100 percent. All right. And everybody acts like, oh, well, it ain't my business, but you make it your business all because this woman is toxic many times and vindictive. And she spins these stories without anybody listening to the other side of the story. And most of the time when you hear the other side, you realize that, yeah, that's the problem over there. And nine times out of 10, it's the mothers causing the problems. All right. And then they infect and infest their children with it. And then the cycle continues. And this goes across all racial lines. Don't just blame it on the black women. All women of all races do this shit too. Anyway, anyway, let's get to the, yeah, let's get to the super chats here. All right, anyway. <laughs> we got Choppa in the building. He says, shout out to you, coach. Thank you, brother. He says, the workday show says, did you see Trump take down that flat back last night on the Communist News Network? I saw only clips. I can't wait to watch the entire show. Shout out to Late Escape. He says, I'll see you in a couple of years. Got him, coach. He says, them old ladies going to hate you like Marquise, Marcus Houston. They are. But as long as it's legal, I follow the law. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Cesar Ramirez is in the building. Abel returns to eating. 
by 27, blonde hair, blue eyed junior college white women will be claiming to be black women, just like Elizabeth Warren claimed to be Native American. He says, because there will be no more African-Americans left to say different is coming. Oh, boy, it is. Wow. Oh, man. African-Americans, man, you guys will be a footnote in history if you don't if you don't keep if you guys keep this up, you will be a footnote in history. All right. And don't think it ain't going to happen. I mean, the Native Americans highly populated this land mass more than 250 or 300 years ago. High levels of population. Not only that, it will be self-inflicted. It will be self-inflicted. First of all, I'm going to just throw this data out here. Your women lead in the highest amount of um, early terminations of pregnancy. Okay. Okay. It is what it is. I mean, I don't know how you think your numbers are going up anytime soon. It's going to be less. Then when you have Ebony K. Williams running around here like a fugitive from a pancake box, running around here talking about, shout out to Paul Mooney, um, talking about this and that. Then when you have black men going over with their passports everywhere, it's actually crazy. All right, Christopher Flores says, what up, coach? Just paying my dues. I watch it every day. And he says, hashtag, not my girl. <laughs> Shout out to you. All right. And uh, we at uh, Nature Boy. The Nature Boy is in the building. And I know the Nature Boy when I hear him. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name. Indeed. He says, here's some Porsche gas money for you. And I will be watching <laughs> all right somebody says our women he says you in this coach man stop dragging me in stop dragging me in they're not my women they're, i have no i have no authority over those women talking about i'm in this too i'm not in this i'm not black i'm cga <laughs> no I'm just playing. somebody go clip that them not my women sisters i you do not belong to me you do not belong to me i have no i'm not claiming y'all Thank you for the gas buddy or the Porsche. Them not, uh, them not mine. Hell no. They they literally do not listen to me at all. And I don't claim authority over anyone who don't listen. You automatically are, and I'm not afraid. You guys know this. I will, <laughs> I will disown you with the quickness. I don't give a shit. I don't claim you don't listen to me. I got no authority over you. Period. Soon as I open my mouth and you start to tell me what to do, shit, you ain't mine no more. You disowned. <laughs> All right, listen. The only way you mine is if you listen to the authority. All right, and I am the authority, whether you like it or not. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We got 1.7K watching us on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, 200 plus watching me here on the uh, Notorious channel. I have no affiliation. I'm not protecting none of them people. No, hell no. Them. Yes, they're like, they're their own race, by the way. <laughs> right? mm. Like they literally their own race. They check the box. Black female. Like they're not even a part of the black race. Like ask them, ask them, how do you identify? Can be any goddamn thing. All right. They'll come up with anything other than saying they're African-American with their men. They're their own race. So what, what am I supposed to do with them? Ask Ice Cube. Ice Cube says, I have a 100-point platinum plan for black Americans. 
He literally jumped on there. Yep, that's what they said to Ice Cube. Ice Cube was like, I got the 100-point platinum plan for success of black Americans. They said, what did they say? What did they say? Put it in the comment section. This proves that they're their own race. What did they say to Ice Cube? And they say this all the time. So they're a separate race. Yep, there it is. They said, what about black women? Well, shit. <laughs> Aren't you in the 100-point platinum plan for black Americans? Who do you think is in the plan? They said, well, what about what about black women? <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> right. And you're telling me those my women? They not. No, nah, man. Hell no. They're their own separate category, and I could visit them from time to time. Where are we at? Abel returns to Eden and says, who is that BW on your thumbnail today? He said, hello. I know. I would take her down, too. I would take her down, too. All right, shout out to Logical Mindset. He says, knew a guy that got deleted over the weekend trying to defend some females he just met at a bar in Applebee's. He says, fellas, no broad is worth it. Stand down, free agent lifestyle for life. Gentlemen, take, take notes. Take notes. Take notes, guys. I'm not defending no fee. There's, there's, there's a rule I have. Moms, I will defend moms. Okay. My mother, you know, I will give her instructions. I do have to tell her, pipe down. <laughs> right? My mom is a fun-loving character, and sometimes she likes to uh, have fun and, uh, you know, get uh, audience participation. And so I have to tell her, bring it down. You're attracting too much attention now. And she's like, you're always ruining my fun. All right. <laughs> I already done told you. I already then told you now. Now, whatever happens after that. Now, my daughter, daughter gets defended no matter what, no matter what. Now, if she stopped listening to instructions, I'm going to be like, <laughs> okay, you got to listen to instructions. Okay. Sisters, you know what I mean? If they follow an instruction, sisters, yes, I have, I have four stepsisters. We call, we don't call each other step. We are brothers and sisters. So when you hear that and you try to make sense of my story, you're like, but you said you were an only child. I have four stepsisters. They're step, different family, but we're all sisters and brothers. Sisters, even though we have, I'll look out for you. <laughs> but you got to follow CGA, all right? You're not just going to overstep me and say, I don't need you. I'll do what the hell I want. And then come out here crying. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm going to be like, but what I won't do is throw my life on the line because you done piss somebody off or you wasn't following instructions. I'm not about to lose my life over nobody for no damn reason. I'm letting you know right now, my life is way, my life is way more valuable than any of them people. <laughs> just letting you know, that's just how I look at it. You ain't listening to me. Well, that's why you getting your ass chewed up right now by the saber tooth tiger. Told your ass. My life way too goddamn valuable. <laughs> Listen, I ain't going for a dirt nap for some shit and information I don't know about. You know what I mean? Wait, hold on, hold on for a second. Wait, 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 wait. What she do? What the hell did she do before you get? What did she do, bro? What did she do? All right, she did. Okay, well, you know, don't write, don't let your mouth write a check that your ass can't cash. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> This is, these are things you should be telling your kids. These are things you should be telling your wife. These are things that you should be telling everybody that you're supposed to protect. 
black women. Talk shit, get hit. Don't let your mouth write a check that your ass can't cash. Know when to shut up. Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> That's my protection right there. It's kind of like when I say, put your seatbelt on. And he's like, I'm going to have to wire my seatbelt. And you go through the windshield when we have an accident. What am I supposed to do? Protect you from going through the windshield? I told you to put your seatbelt on. That's protection. That's how I show love. Not jumping out the window for your ass to say, anyway. You don't have to put your body in harm's way to show you're protecting a person. Okay? You do not have to put your body and life in harm's way to protect people. The best protection is lessons. Stop. You black men. Black men. Yeah, you. Stop believing you have to put your life on the line to demonstrate protection. That is not protection. That is called sacrifice. And it's a blood sacrifice. What is protection is instructions. That's protection. What's protection is prepar preparing yourself. That's protection. That's love. Not waiting to the last second to then get your life taken. That ain't protection. And stop letting these women say you're you're not you're you're not protecting them out there. We didn't told your ass to shut up and stop having a bad attitude and rolling your neck and sucking your teeth 24/7 at strangers. Did not untold you that? Well, that's protection. Now if you keep violating my lessons, now you get your ass kicked. I mean, <laughs> come on. I can't protect you then. But you didn't want to listen to me when I told you that those behaviors are probably not going to do well for you in the world, but you didn't want to listen. Now you want to do it in front of me like I'm supposed to jump in front of you. Mm. <laughs> Come on, man. I done told you to know when to shut up, know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough to count in when the deal is done. All right, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway shit let the police deal with that shit all right anyway daniel mcgee says speaking on last night's show i paid off all my bills for a whole year now i have 52 work weeks of free checks let me hear that uncle earl i got money <laughs> come on man we gotta start teaching people what the true definition of love and protection is all right love and happiness i'm gonna come back to the cash apps all right, anyway, the American dream is dead. All right, yes, more doom and gloom CGA. <laughs> All right, here it is right here. The American dream is the American debt, and this is something that I've been talking about is one of the, the paths that we've been led on by the oxygen th thieves out here. Oxygen, oxygen thieves tend to lead people and a path of debt early in their 20s. And by the time you hit your mid-20s and early 30s, you're already in significant debt. And I'm waiting for it to load up. So now it's loaded up. And this chart is going to talk about this. All right, I've talked about this in the blue chip mindset. And, um, you know, a part of the blue chip mindset is retraining your mind, re-educating yourself, and looking at things differently. So when I talk about marriage and buying homes, people get offended. When I talk about college and buying car, they get offended when I say, mm, Probably should hold off. Probably should wait till you can pay it off in cash. Probably shouldn't get married until this age because you're accumulating millions of dollars, up to a million dollars of debt before you hit age 30. And then you spend the next 35 years working it off. 
All right. And I'm like, that's no way to live because you're never truly free until you're debt free. And of course, you can let debt work for you. That would be a business blue chip mindset. But a lot of us are trying to do where you use debt as leverage, but you're using it as personal debt, which I think is foolish. Right. I don't mind using debt as leverage, but it's got to be established in the business mindset. So a lot of you are doing it personally. And all you have to show for it is a wife, uh, a house and uh, kids. Right. And most of you guys, by the time your kids graduate from high school, you have nothing for them. So look at this right here. And it says right here, the American dream. And it often starts off on these fairy tales. If you don't go to college, you won't make money. Well, that's true, but it's not true. All right. And over the time, these people who don't went to college, they got 35 years of debt. And that's just the start of it. This is at age 18. And this is a bank's, this is a banker's dream. Then, of course, they say, you better get married. If you don't get married now, it's going to be over for you, doom and gloom. Well, if women have college debt and 67 to 68% of the outstanding college debt is owned by women, right? And then they want to dump that debt into a marriage. And then later on down the line, a divorce. What's not on this chart is a divorce. That's coming later. Okay. So the divorce is going to be double down for guys. Uh, you have the debt accumulation at 18, somewhere between 18 and 20 and 32, you have the wedding and somewhere in between that or prior to that, you have the home. And this is basically a low value home. Um, if you live in any metropolises, you can double, sometimes triple that. Then when you get to that point, you're already 300K in debt or any metropolis, you're already $750,000 in debt. Of course, you got to be driving the nice whip. And if you're married, that's two whips, unless you're Steven Crowder. So you're in already before you hit 30. Before you hit 30, most Americans are drowning in debt. This does not include divorce. This does not include consumer debt. This does not include a lot of things that we actually do accumulate by this time. So I tell people, you're starting off life. You're starting, yeah, that's a down payment in many metropolises for the house. You're starting life off with less earning capacity, less skill, and then you're also less leverage. And then you're starting off uh, following a path that is that that let's just be frank. These institutions know you've been sold these dreams. So when I tell you you're living a fantasy, you're being sold a dream. Um, who's being rewarded? The state and the banks. Sometimes the woman can get in there and be rewarded. But let's be honest. There was a debate yesterday and Destiny made a point that he was actually right on. And I don't back up some of the things he says, but he's he was right. He says women actually suffer the worst in divorce. Now, um, the people in the debate didn't see that. It flew over their head because what we're told and what we teach is you're going to get screwed in divorce, which, in fact, you are going to get screwed. You're going to get screwed. But this is similar to the snake giving the apple to Eve or the, the fruit to Eve, right? So what happens is women see a win, but they ultimately lose. Somebody said that's BS. It's, it's actually true. But women don't see this coming. They get a opportunity to, if, if they get the divorce, they get an opportunity to get a financial windfall, but most of the time they blow the money. So 10 years down the line, they're suffering. They're, they're done. And if you think about it, we're teaching that point because we do teach you, if you can avoid remarriage again, you can build your life back in short order and overcome what she's going to face for the next 20 to 25 years. Long-term women lose in divorce. However, when the argument is, well, why would they pull the divorce cord, rip cord? The reason why is they think they're going to win. 
they think they're going to get a win. They think they're going to get thousands of dollars in child support and they're going to get this and they're going to get that and they're going to get the home. But most of the time when they even when they get that, they lose mm. And when they get it's called fumbling the bag. So they didn't make that point in the in the conversation. That point didn't come up because they were like, well, what it why they were like, uh, I think one of the points was, well, why do women p- file for divorce when they know they're going to lose? Well, they're getting out of abusive relationships. No, what they miss was. She's under the impression that she's about to win. She thinks she's about to screw the guy. But ultimately, she gets a little bit of money. She might get the house. She might get this. And she calculates that. And she thinks she's about to win. Give it three to five years. She's about to get wrecked. She's about to get wrecked. And men, in that five years, you about to win. And if you didn't see the movie, if you didn't see the movie, um, damn, somebody give me the movie with Taraji. Taraji Henson. It begins with an A. In that movie, that's exactly what happened. All right. And that tends to happen when men, uh, when women file for divorce, they end up winning. Acrimony. When the man loses the dead weight, when he loses the dream killer, when he loses the woman that is actually supposed to be the support system, when he loses that dead weight, when he loses that defeatist mentality, and then he removes himself or she removes him from the life, that ninja going, everything he's worked for and built over the years that she thought that man was a loser, it ends up coming back to him. Now he's free to be who who he wants to be, and he takes off. And so by the time he hits 40, 45, he going like this for the next 25 to 30 years. And then her... In the over the next 25 to 30 years, she about to take a she about to take a fat loss. So in the end, women lose bigly on divorce. The problem is she thinks she bout to win because short term, she about to make a financial windfall. When the child support runs out, game over. Mm. When the when when the kids turn 18, 20, 21, 24, guess what happens to her life? Game. Over. Bigly. When the alimony runs out, guess what happens? Game over. All right. So in that case, she, the 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 person who was destiny, all right, representing that side of the argument, he was right and people didn't understand it. I understand it because I'm older and I see it happen all the time. Them divorce women and they get angry. They get angry 10 years after the divorce. And a couple reasons why the guy reinvented himself and went skyrocket. And she's watching that ninja's ascent, like in the movie Acrimony. She's watching him rise 10 years after the divorce, like, wow. And she's trying to pull every string she can to go get that money and disrupt that shit. That's number one. Number two, she blew the money or the kids aged out of child support. She screwed. Nothing can help her then. The only thing that can help her is a remarriage. That's the only thing that's going to save her. Number four or three, her work, her, her, her um, work income is not going up. She's probably tends to have a W-2 job over that five to 10 years. Her income ain't increasing. Even if the kids move out of the house, she ain't going to, she ain't save no money. She ain't save none of the child support. She didn't save none of the alimony. Okay. So that is over long-term women lose big on the divorce, but you can't tell them to stop doing it because they are trying to, they're only focused on what they're going to get immediately after the divorce. And yes, men get screwed in the first three to five years after a divorce, they get torpedoed. All right. And, and if he recovers, that guy is the most dangerous guy on the planet. 
And if he can avoid remarriage, he's double dangerous. Double. It's a yep. So uh, just know, man, that, that actually he was right. And I wanted to interject, but I was watching a replay. And I wish I could interject because I was like, he's actually right. And with that being said, that's part of the American dream. Divorce is included in us in this. Child raising is included in this. So if you have children between the ages of 20 and 30, take a look at what you've done. Take a look at what you've done to your life in the first 10 years. So what the conversation for men should be this understanding. This should be taught in high school, but it's not because they want you to believe that the American dream is the consumption of debt in the first 10 years of your life. And I'm telling you to watch out, watch out, watch out. So anyway, I had talked longer than I needed to on that one, but uh, here I'm here to instruct. And one of the most satisfying feelings for a man that has reinvented himself over the next 10 years after his divorce is watching you win and the other part who actually tried to pray and pray on your downfall and sent assassins in the form of government officials, social services, all right, monster in-laws, and sent actual assassins towards you, and you ended up coming out shining like a gem and a diamond, all right? That's one of the most satisfying feelings in the world. So, and also, if you understand this, this is why gray divorce is super dangerous for men. This is why divorce in 50s is super dangerous. Why? Because you'll probably never financially recover. Okay, you'll never that's that's why divorce in your 50s is dangerous. It's for that reason, because you'll never financially recover. And we've gone over that. So you want to get divorced in your 30, your late 20s, 30s and 40s. That's that's a gift that your ex-wife gave you. You can almost kiss her for it in court. It's one of the best gifts that she can give you because you have time on the clock. If she divorces you in their 50s, you're done. Ring the bell. Nine out of 10 chance. You're done. All right, so you wanted to pull that rip curl, curl cord as early as possible. And uh, let's get to this one right here. AI, <laughs> AI, um, Tucker Carlson, AI is going to be a problem, y'all. AI is about to be a problem. Check this out. I'm going to play this clip, and it does have curse words and all of that stuff. I couldn't bleep them out, but uh, apparently this AI clip is making the, the rounds. Content creators, beware. Content creators, beware. This could happen to you. So okay, it says Fox News, young bitches just want to eat hot chips and lie. All right. I didn't put this together, but somebody made this. Let's let it roll. Just born in the 90s. That's under 25. Can't cook. Can't clean. They don't want to work nothing. Niggas that's 31 and over get in relationships with them and wonder why shit ain't working. That's because all young bitches want to do is pop pills, smoke weed, get drunk, lay around, suck dick, eat hot Cheetos, charge they phone, get a sew and weave, twerk, be bisexual, eat McDonald's, wash they pussy in the sink, lie, take selfies, and talk shit through Wi-Fi because they phone never on. Bitches. Jesus. I'm just going to tell you right now, that is not a real clip. And I also want to tell you he's not wrong. <laughs> I'm just... He is kind of right on what he's talking about, but that is not Turkle, Tucker Carlson. He does speak factually about a lot of things on this. I just want to report that that is that not actually him. And so what we have to understand, 
everybody now a Tucker fan. All right, uh, support him over on Twitter as he brings this new show over there. And content creators, start putting your shit over on Twitter, short form and long form. Trust me, it might be a good thing for you. But um, check out Tucker Calls it here. Listen, AI is going to be a problem, not only for people like media men, people here. Um, it's going to be problems for people who are, you know, uh, uh, you know, politicians, people related to history. They'll have Abraham Lincoln out here uh, talking shit at some particular point. And the problem is nobody's going to be able to tell what's real and what's fake. A lot of people might assume that that's uh, real. And you can probably get a couple of normies to think that that was real. And I'm here to tell you that is not real. So, uh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> that is crazy. Oh, boy. Shout out to Tucker Carlson for that uh, one right there. Let's get to the Super Chats and the support. I do need to get over to Cash Apps and all of them first, and then I'll get over to the Super Chats. Support the show. Dollar Signs the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. We got our man. Uh, we're going to call you Timothy in the building. Thank you for your generous super chat with nothing else said but i appreciate you and thank you for the support we got mr Mill. we're gonna call you stewie he says i saw my first fight at the rams game i was six <laughs> i already told you about them ram fans i know people are like raider fans man that is a stereotype i want you to stop stereotyping raider nation like that we don't be getting busy all the time i think people provoke us it's their fault they're instigating <laughs> they're definitely instigating all right, anyway. All right, we got our man, Kevin Sullivan. He says, sending tuitions and shillings. All right, he says, what's up, coach? Crazy that you speak of blood sacrifice. He says, my baby mama beat up my blind friend, stole his car. How's a blind friend have his car? But anyway, stole his car, and after all of that, looked at me and still was trying to have me defender. He says, true definition of straggle and sniggle. Yes. All right, anyway, how does a blind man have a car? All right, I don't know. Just because you're blind doesn't mean you can't see, but that's neither here nor there. But uh, yeah, man, I'm telling you, man, do not get do not get wrapped into people um, who sell wolf tickets. And um, shout out to no government name. He says, Coach, I think about how many times a woman friend called me to help her move something or hang a tv without giving me anything maybe i should call up my female friends and ask them to cook or clean for me this weekend as a favor what do you think and the answer is nope all right and so no all right i also one of my earliest biggest videos on youtube and i think it might be still here i deleted a lot of videos on the coach greg adams channel like half of them like 70 percent of them trying to get remonetized and they end up demonetizing eight channels on their review but um anyway one of my earliest challenge videos was stop helping women, stop helping them, right? And I know it's in our nature. One of our things of our nature that people take advantage of is our uh, our willingness to help women. And not only that, um, we want to give them things. This is why we. This is why tricks exist. This is why people try to save strippers from a lifestyle. A lifestyle. We naturally want to give women things, but they've gone. They're not the women of the past, right? So they can get their own shit, and they'll tell you, "I'll get my own shit." Okay. <laughs> so I told the story on that video one day. Um, I remember most of my interactions with these female neighbors were kind of just like, "Hey, how you doing?" All right, but um, it was more of a you know they kind of were like it, it, keeping their distances more more or less. They were nice, but um, other than that. They never really offered to extend anything more than that. Not that they needed to, 
However, I actually have a policy not to mess with neighbors, so it wasn't a big deal. But one day, one day something happened where one of them was out there um, moving. <laughs> all right, I saw them out there moving. So I walked past all of their boxes as she's walking boxes down the stairs and shit. <laughs> and what they thought I was going to do was help they ass. But I didn't remember them giving me cookies. I didn't remember them inviting me over for a drink. I don't remember them bringing over a plate of lasagna. I don't remember them looking out for me. I don't remember them giving my kids a gift for Christmas. So they got all their boxes out and shit, and I just walked right past them. <laughs> and the looks on their faces was like, damn. And, yep, they didn't give me no peace leave. So I was like, you ain't mine. There was no guys out there helping them. And, of course, I had somewhere to go. But I had no problems walking my ass past them because, obviously, they didn't make a good plan. They don't have no boyfriends, no man. I don't know if they was left and licking and low lovers. But I was like, you girls are tough. <laughs> Not only that, they were bigger than me. Like, they were, like, bigger, you know, the white girl, Orange County, big volleyball-looking ch chicks. I was like, you girls are some strong broads. You can handle it. <laughs> right? You can handle it. I walked smooth past them, got in my car. <laughs> right? They was looking at me like, and then I walked past them coming back home. I was like, looks like you're moving. <laughs> right? You guys need to do that shit to a lot more women, man. I'm telling you, man, you need to humble themselves. They need to be humbled out there. Give a damn. They strong and independent out in that mode, all right? They, these girls was all 5'9", five, 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, there was one of them was six foot. She was a whole big old giant. I was like, you doing better than me? <laughs> here we go here. All right, uh, and I don't remember you doing anything for me over the last year or two that we lived next to each other. All we said was hi and bye. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> all right, anyway. You got to humble these people out here. I don't owe you shit. You ain't my girl. That's my that's my thing here. I got strong rules. You guys know this. And it's not just about women and men. Because I had to do the same thing with homeless people. I do the same thing. I have to draw hard lines. I'm a black or white type of guy. Like if I see a homeless person, my rule with homeless people is never give them anything. Okay? Mm. Never. Never. I don't care what the situation is. I got a rule. It's never give them. Never give them. I don't give a shit what the story is. Okay, okay, this time. <laughs> All right, nope. I don't give them no food, no nothing. Now, I know I'll volunteer at the food bank. I'll volunteer at the soup kitchen. I'll do that, but I ain't going to give you a goddamn dollar. All right, and so with that being said is that's a hard rule for me because I never have to think about the shit. All right, I never have to think about it. Same thing is I don't help strange women I don't know. <laughs> now, if it's an old lady, I might hold the door or something like that. But I'm not coming to help you move this weekend. No. No, you can't borrow my truck. No, 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 no. You got to pay. 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 All right, man. It is what it is. <laughs> I don't I don't protect strange women. I don't know. It is what it is. Now, you know, there's a line, but somebody said, what about water? I mean, if I have water to give, but I have a rule. That's That way, I'm not clouding my thinking, and I don't have a guilt trip. Right. That's what gets you is a guilt trip. Right. And you're thinking about it. Oh, maybe. And then you go to the ATM, withdraw your money, spend twenty dollars worth of gas, give them twenty dollars and they smoke and crack. Mm. No. <laughs> Who wants the story about the guy that told me 
about um, him and his daughter uh, being pulled over. Uh, they, they ran out of gas. Who wants me to tell them that story? Yeah, it's reprehensible. It's reprehensible. So um, one day, there's a story time with CGA. Hit the like button. Let's get to 1,000 likes. And I got a couple more Super Chats. One day, a guy comes up to me. I think, uh, I, I want to think, I want to say my son was there, but I can't remember. So he comes up. He's an Asian guy. Dress, he's dressed nice. He doesn't look like he's homeless, but he's in the mall parking lot, and he's holding cash. He's holding cash, and he walks up to me. He's like, hey, man, I'm just telling you, man, I, I'm not from here. I'm from Los Angeles. Uh, but my car ran out of gas, and he spent this story about his debit card, this, and he only got $50, that. Like, he had the cash. He was like, see, I got money in my hand. And then he was talking about his debit card and shit like that. And he was like, and me and my daughter trying to get back to L.A. All right. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. I was like, well, I don't not, I'm not interested in helping. I mean, I don't know what the hell the, you know, the debit card, the cash is some sort of hustle and shit. So as I'm walking to the Porsche 911, <laughs> right, not helping this ninja, he asked me in something else. And I'm like, that could happen to a lot of people. But I have a hard line. I don't give out money. I don't. I don't care what the story is. All right. So I was like, that sucks. All right. But there's a lot of people in the parking lot. Good luck. So I walked to my 911 about to get in the door. And he's asking me again. And he was like, I know, man, you don't understand, but this is what it is. And I said, uh, and he was like, and me and my daughter, we just need to get back to LA. And so I was thinking, I was like, well, there might be a silver lining in this. What's your daughter doing? Maybe there's something we can do. How old is she? Because he was an older gentleman. And perhaps maybe I can see what we talking about. And there could be a meeting of the minds. I don't mind if. Uh... <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man, I don't know, man. And listen, <laughs> I just try to try to work some shit out. There's a negotiation to be made. You scratch your back, I scratch mine, or vice versa. I'm just not going to give it to you for free, but things can be handled. And uh, <laughs> stop. Stop. Man, you guys are terrible, man. I'm a good human being. And she was of legal age. She was from legal age anyway. I was like, I don't know. This could be this could be a great day for you. Anyway, sleazeball gang in the building. Shout out to AMS. Oh, man, I don't know, man. I'll pay for all of these things in the end, but it's okay. The dark side is the win. Anyway, <laughs> listen. Anyway, we all are negotiating. There's always a negotiation. There's quid pro quo. Like, you want me, listen, don't be offended. You were asking me for free money. I'm offended. You were asking me to give you money for free. That's downright disaster. That's, that's, that's as low as you can go. You think I'm a low ball, sleaze ball, because I ask you? <laughs> I'm like, where's she at? I mean, you can leave it a whole bunch of money in your pocket. He didn't want to take the deal. Mm. He didn't want to take the deal. Anyway, let me stop. I did ask if she was a freshman at the university, but there's nothing here. The deal is a deal. How are you offended and you asking me for free money? Stop. All right. How are people mad and they asking me for free money? Like I'm supposed to just hand over money. <laughs> all right let me stop man man we're gonna call you richie rich is in the building he says coach way over my financial goals for this year no distraction from women he says always quick smash and grab but they are gonna 
He says, they ain't going to lock me down. These XXs want to wrap me in their warm embrace. Thank you, as always, for the advice. To wrap you in <laughs> my warm embrace. And I make it last forever, yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. Hey, there's, there's two rules I want to make you guys understand. All right. Ask gas or cash. No one rides for free and also despise the free lunch and never give away anything for free and never do anything for free that you can get paid for. So there's four rules in there. We ain't giving away Nathan out here for free. Everybody works for their money. Oh, man. Where are we at here? Uh, we got our man, Jay Cool. Did I? You should have did this already. This is earlier in today's show. He says, Coach, I just want to. Uh, get in early and say, I remember my teens, my 20s, and even my 30s. He says, I think getting the heart of a woman will be the end all. He says, I thought getting the heart of a woman would be the end all, be all of everything. In fact, I would be, I would have been able to sacrifice and willing to sacrifice everything to get one. Man, how I was wrong. Of course, peace leave may have been a huge motivator in that age as well. And it is. It is. And this is the, this is why young men are in the position they're in right now. In the changing landscape of dating, young men still are, men are men and women are women, but women are different than they were when we were young men. And men are different as well. So the motivation to get the uh, the pleasures is simply been monetized. It's simply been changed. And we have to understand and be aware of it. So it's leading young men astray. Worse than it ever was in the previous three or four generations. It's it's completely different. So once you realize, if you can get a man to realize, if you can get a man to realize that chasing women is not the desired um, attribute, it's not a thing that you would consider yourself to be a success because there's some people that will tell you, no, you got to be out there and you got to be number gaming. It's not like that anymore. No, absolutely not. It's not like that. Doesn't mean to be afraid of women and not talk to them, but doing that now is not even a good prescription. Okay, it's just too many any ways to satisfy that itch. It's too many easy ways. What you need to be doing is focus because women are not only that women are choosing. Okay, when we get to this, women are the ones choosing. No, son. Yes, they're the ones choosing. And they're asking for certain things and manifesting certain things. And they're choosing. They're picking the ninja out they want. <laughs> it is not going to be productive for you at this point in your life to throw your life away for women. In you. Not anymore. Not anymore. The game has changed. And if you don't change, I don't know what to tell you. Here we go. Uh, Thomas Cripps says, keep up the good work, coach, so you can focus on your career. So I could focus on my career. <laughs> All right. We got the game artist be mad. He says, PUAs are going to be mad at coach. They always mad at me. All right. And when I tell them, man, I don't be chasing these girls. Hell no. <laughs> like how and why? Like explain why. Moose Hefner, I was in a five-year relationship and having been in a committed relationship for five years, I'm realizing that I went through the marriage will without the marriage or having children with that person. Indeed. And that is the relationship will. So we actually need to break that down again. Uh, we talk about the marriage will, but many times in relationship, the, the I'm sorry, in, in non-marriages, you can go through the exact same thing. It just happens quicker. Um, 
Percy says that the community is over and we ninjas killed it. Every uh, every time hardworking black people fight for something, the ninjas turn it into Tulsa whites and destroy it. Good Lord, have mercy. Calm down, gentlemen. <laughs> All right, but hey, I, there's no argument for me. All right, last one. Daily says, Coach, you should award your viewers once you go down the rabbit hole of learning women's nature. You can't go back. And you will either, number one, admire them and become beta and let them use you. Number two, admire them from a distance and become black pill. He says, having difference and use them for pleasures in the bedroom and keep it moving, a.k.a. puppet dump, or completely ignore them and create resources and hopefully find a needle in the haystack, a good woman. And number five, hate the government and feminism and the and move with caution. All right, there's, there's any steps you can take, but you're not going back to love, right? Yo, I got so many to catch up on. This is terrible. I'm going to do two, two super chats so I don't get too far behind. All right. Uh, let's see. Derek says this BW sent her two brothers at her baby daddy and they came back through the doorway. He says they came through the doorway of the baby daddy's house and got deleted. I remember that clip. Right. Remember that? Them two boys ran up in this dude's house and he put the he put he put he put Swiss cheese. He made Swiss cheese out of them boys and they came out leaking. They came out leaking. I remember that clip. I can't show it on YouTube. But yeah, man, do not go. Do not let them um, send you into these situations here with half the information. Whatever a woman tells you, this is this is another thing here. I'm going. I'm giving y'all way too much. Here's the deal. Every woman, every story people tell you could be a lie. Now, when it comes to women, this is why people say women lie in court. And women to say, no, I'm not lying. I'm telling you the truth. And of course, they're telling you her story. And there's his story. And then there's the truth. But what people discount about things, specifically when women battle in court with you, family court issues, how they lie is where the truth is. And this is how they lie. They lie by omission. They take details out. So that she is saying something that's truthful. And she can say, I'm telling the truth. And she is. However, she's lying by omission. There's details that are taken out of the story to where she can still accept that it's truthful, but it's not truth on its face. And as a result, it misleads the court. It misleads, misleads anybody that's dealing with her. The truth is taking, I mean, the truth is pushed forward through lies by omission, right? That is the key detail that I want every man to understand. Lying by omission is truth to a woman. It's truth of people in general, but we're just talking about how people treat these things. And then you make a, you go put on your cape. And then if you would have had all the information and you wouldn't have put on your cape. <laughs> lies by omission is a huge one. All right, but it's still truthful in her in her head. All right, Johnny Law, the door. Wait, the divorced woman. The divorced woman come knocking 15 years later because they spent the windfall and your boy is yelling. Yo, rent is due. He says, when you all hit your 40s, you will be called upon. Now, this is another reality that old younger men do not understand the plight of men in their 40s and 50s. OK, you see this with these Steve Harvey simp ass ninjas. All right. Steve Harvey simp-ass ninjas pride themselves on taking care of women they don't have any relationship with. 
right? They'll have girls over here, girls over there, and they'll be taking care of women. And yeah, yeah, oh, I take care of this woman. I take care of this woman. All right. But then just now, Gen X, 40 to 50 year old men are finding out that a lot of the women that didn't pay us no mind, a lot of women that went out there and li didn't listen to us, what men in their 20s and 30s don't see that I see these women down bad, bro. Mm. They down bad. Then they start coming, calling on and knocking on your door. Oh, you're 40. I'm 40. We make a, a great power couple. Bullshit. I ain't taking that deal. I'll be at the junior college. Spending way less money. <laughs> Spending way less money. But they come calling, man. And the calling is not directly for cash. It is like a it is like a sneaky, deceptive way to get men to support them. AKA the retirement plan. Oh, you know, I'm just looking to settle down. And aren't you tired out here fornicating? Aren't you tired? Aren't you lonely? Aren't you an incel? Aren't you? Don't you want a good woman? Don't you want this? Don't you want the warm embrace? Don't you want loyalty? Don't you want? Yeah, I wanted it at 21. That's what I wanted. It. I wanted it then. It's too late now. It's too late. I don't want it now. I'm having too much fun being free, right? And so that deceptive approach, what you'll find out is all she's going to do is divorce you because she already divorced her previous guy. She already coming in with all kind of debt, death, decadence and destruction. She coming in with other man's kids. Oh, hell no. Hell no. You see, I'm free. Why you want to lock me up, baby? I'm yours anyway. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. That's a sound like a bad deal to me. All right, let's get back to the show, man. Good Lord. All right, so much information that I, I want to pass on to you. These shows be four or five hours. All right, thoughts in action. These girls are out here thirsty, man. Oh, this is another one when we get to the dating here. Uh, here it is. Check, check this out, guys. Check this out. Look at this reprehensible behavior by these young women here. Courtside. Remember, I tell you, they be choosing out here, guys. Look at this woman on courtside. Look at LaMarcus Aldridge. And there's the girl right there. There she is. Master Splinter. All right, and he's going to take out the ball. And check her out. She eyeballing him. Look at him. She choosing. She's sitting in the front row for a reason. And she even have her man paying for the ticket. And this ninja dumb brought her right to the damn action. Men, stop taking your girlfriends to the action. You think you're doing a favor, and she out there licking her chops. All right, so let's see what here. Uh-oh, she didn't call a look at that thing. Look at her. She didn't call a look at that thing. These girls out here, oh, I don't think about sex. Look at this. She like millionaire ninja, seven feet tall. He must got that thing. And look at her eyeballs right to the damn. My Lord, stop taking your girls to football games and basketball games in the front row. <laughs> right Here we go. Salami hunting. Yeah. Shout out to Sergio. Look at her. She taking a look at that thing. Look at her mouth. Sisters, this is why y'all losing out on white girls, by the way. Sisters, if you ever want to know, white girls be putting a bid on in on ninjas. Look at her face. I don't even know what she can see, bro, but she probably seen if it hang light, right, left, swing low, sweet chariot. Look at that right here. Look at this. My goodness, she thirsty as hell. And she said, let me get the phone. <laughs> what? This is sexual harassment. Now, look at this dumb ninja. He didn't spent $5,000 for this seat to bring her there. She like, I got to take a picture of this shit. Look, taking a picture of the ninja. What is this, man? Come on. Instant replay. She thirsty. These girls out here thirsty as hell. And look at the dude caught her. And he was like, she was like, oh, I got to take a picture of this, man. What is wrong with these people? Man, look at this, man. Sisters, y'all better keep up, man. These girls be putting in a bid. 
and they out here thirsty and leaking soft and wet. Look at that face right there, man. Look at this. This is absolutely atrocious behavior. Not only that, it is sexual harassment. This is harassment and assault. This is eye graping. Look at her mouth wide open. She's like, I could take all of that. How much? Look at that. She's like, yeah, I'm choosing. Look at that. She's smiling. Look at that smile. And then just look at that. She was like, I'll do all of that. Ready. She ready to love it. Taking a picture of the ninja. Man, come on, man. That's sexual assault. You can't have these girls out here thirsty like that, man. You ever watch these girls out here? All right. Next one that's out here thirsty. Uh, we have two Indian women, man. I got to go to India. To, actually, y'all can come to me. All right. I don't even need to go to India. Look at these two Indian women out here, East Indian, if you will, fighting on who got the best booty. This right here, man. <laughs> these two Indian women. They call the new make Stand up. Go on. Guys, look at her. Look at her. BBL that went wrong. Guys, what, what the hell is that? Where's the BBL? That's flat, man. That's like Istriva GA. All right, and so these might be Middle Eastern. I can't really tell. I think I'm picking up a Indian, Indian accent. But this woman's asking her where her booty at. Like, look, when I tell you about plausible deniability, right, and we talk, talk about objectification, they often blame men for doing it, but they do them. They do this to themselves. They do this. They might be Pakistani. All right, they do this to themselves. They objectify themselves. They argue about, they, they, they call women flat-chested. They call them flat booty and whatnot. All right. So here it is right here. They just minding their own business and they're like, look at your booty. Let me see your booty. Here we go. Stand up. Go on. Guys, look at her. Look at her. They're telling us to look at her booty. All right. What happened? BBL that went wrong. Guys, what, what the hell is that? Where and why is she standing like this? Why? Who stands like this and put their booty up cheek like this? Now, look, they objectifying themselves. Now, what happened? The BBL. That's flat, man. That's like it's three All right, she was like, Let me see yours. All right, let me see yours. Uh oh. Uh oh, my lord, flat pancakes. She got spanks on or something. Oh, they call ironing board. They call. Uh, she called it an ironing board booty. God dang, bro. I mean, they ruthless out here on this. Stand up. Go on. Guys, look at her. Look at her. BBL that went wrong. Guys, what, what the hell is that? Where's the BBL? That's flat, man. That's like it's three. Wait a minute. This woman called the other woman's booty flat. And then she stood up with that flat booty. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, you can't get more delusional than this. She called that woman's booties flat, but now the other woman was standing with her hip poked out. So she's she got the nerve to call the other woman flat. People out here thirsty. Ironing board. Ironing board. She ain't wrong. I mean, she tried, though. I mean, I was still split. I was still split it, but she long backed it. Look at that long ass back. What? Man, look at where the bubble start at. That's just the fat pushed up by panties or something. I think them tights is pushing them up. She called her ironing board. So don't be mad when I be calling people that, too, man. She got that ironing board backside. These girls about here thirsty, man. 
Here, speaking of this and speaking of thirsty, what is going on with this chick right here? This is a police officer. Watch out for the female police officers. Officer arrested after stealing a credit card from a dead man's pockets and buying Wendy's burgers and eyelash extensions. Priorities. Priorities. I mean, you took the money and you ran to Wendy's and got eyelashes. Officer arrested after reportedly stealing credit card, a credit card from a dead man using card to buy burgers and a hotel and eyelash extensions. What do you think the hotel was for? A Florida cop took pictures of a dead man's credit card and later used the information to pay for a hotel stay, probably in Daytona Beach, and an eyelash extensions, police said on Wednesday. She used the information for seven mobile food purchases, a hotel stay, and a beef burger at Wendy's. Man, give her an L. And look at what she looked like with them eyelash extensions. As TGA said and originated, Mr. Snuffleupagus. All right, and so here we go right now. I've seen people on Instagram using that Mr. Snuffleupagus. I mean, you know. Uh, here's another one. This is going to be a uh, this is going to be a young lady, uh, thirsty on Thirsty Dot Edition. Here we go. I'd like to spread awareness for abusive relationships. Um, I'm emotional, like yeah, damn, like right, I'm right, trying right, to like right. Right. be positive with right. my emotions. I'm trying to like give right, a message, um, spread awareness with um abusive relationships and also um child abuse as well. Because I recently found out about something that I've I've noticed that is happening a lot, and also the pandemic of transmitted sexual diseases. Like we aren't aware of these things, and I feel like it should be something we should be aware of. And yeah, subscribe to my OnlyFans and. <laughs> Yeah, and subscribe to my OnlyFans. Did she just emotionally manipulate you? Yes, she did. This is called abuse. This is called emotional relationship. I'm sorry, emotional, not emotional relationship. This is called emotional manipulation. And you'll see me married <laughs> and happy one day. That, that was and with, a, when I, with a happy family, yo. with my daughter and a stepdaddy. Oh, Jesus. Man, send it. Wait, not your daughter in a stepdaddy. Oh. Gentlemen, we have to understand, and I want older men to understand this. Generation Z men, they got it bad. They got it bad, y'all. And no, game ain't fixing this shit. <laughs> game is not fixing this. Just get some game. Game ain't fixing this. Awareness of fix it. This is what's going to fix the shit. Look at this shit, bro. What, what are we doing? <laughs> ay, ay, ay. And then she promoted her OnlyFans and then said she was going to get married and have a stepdaddy. Oh, man. Y'all got it bad out here. Is she a comedian? My goodness. You guys are cooked out here. She even had tears in her eyes, guys. Man, I'm telling you, man, these girls out here thirsty right here. All right, let me catch up. I'm going to catch up Super Chats and we're going to get to, we got double main event coming up. We got coming up on the show. Why American women have become so indebtable, according to a doctor. And then we got to, uh, we got a whole bunch of things to back it up. And we're going to give some support to Generation Z men out here. Shout out to the Workday Show. He says, as a Raven fans, I tried to tell people that Ray Rice elevator incident was CGI. 
He says, maybe now they might believe me. Do you really think that? He did give her an uppercut. He did tear that ass up. But what knocked her out was she hit her head on the um, on the on the elevator rail. All right. But I don't know if it was CG. I don't know about all that. But you never know. He says, Francisco Perez says everything you just described is 97 percent. What happened to me over the past 15 years? Saludos is in the building. Shout out to you. Um, Yeah. Everything that I talk about here can be backed up by truth of a lot of men's lives. All right. So. I don't come out here to spit lies or venom or hate. There's no need to hate. Shout out to the green mantis says, hey, CGA, did you see that FNF last night? Uh, you know who the gatekeeper was getting into it with Sneeko and Destiny. I saw a little bit of it and I fell asleep, but I saw enough of it to know exactly why I don't debate on YouTube. <laughs> right. And that's why I don't debate on YouTube. You guys saw it. I will not debate anybody without a moderator. I ain't going back and forth mudslinging and, and all of that shit. It's all immature. Uh, just people want views and shit. Hell no. And Oh, by the way, uh, you know, the debate gets kind of expensive. So $1,500 for the collab, right? $5,000 or 10 racks for the debate, $50,000 for the beef. All right, but CGA ain't going on the internet for free to deal with some of these people. Some of these people want me to debate some of these people. All right, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> waste of my time debating some of these people y'all want me to jump on the internet and talk to these people <laughs> all right come on man absolutely atrocious all of them dudes got emotional all of them and they was throwing uh name calling they was sniggling <laughs> right and y'all want me yeah it's all for content hell no i'm at this actually absolutely disgraceful all right i won't even waste my time talking to these people all right shout out to mr abdul ask francine cook if she has permission from her husband, shout out to you. Coach, you're doing great work out here in the Junior College Girls. Yeah, you out here with the Junior College Girls, and I appreciate you. Thank you, man. And Francine is here. She is happily married, and she did get, per get permission. And yes. yes. <laughs> She did get permission from her husband, indeed. All right. Uh, I'm sure she did. And, um, and um, are there any young women? Name Francine. There are some old women names out here. I remember when I was growing up, you hear like Ruth, right? Anybody named Ruth, Estelle. These were old women names. Now old women names, Kathy, Susan, Francine. There's nobody under 40 or 50 with these names. Yeah, Ethel back in the day. Yeah, Martha. <laughs> yeah, Bertha. Olga. These were all old women's names. You know what I mean? Now, now old women named Kathy, Suzette, <laughs> yeah, Carol, Carol, and shit like that, yeah, these are all old women names now, Shirley, Shirley, Deborah, <laughs> not Deborah, <laughs> Deborah, oh, yeah, Diane, there's nobody under 50 named Diane, bro, none, all right, and all these are old people's names now. Now we got some good-ass young girls' names and shit. You'd be like, oh, my God. All right, even Keisha is getting to be old women. There's no young-ass Keishas. Keishas are old, 35, 40, 45-year-old baby mama terrorist names. Keisha. We got young girls like Kaylee. Ooh, Kaylee. <laughs> Kaylee, oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, Casey, yeah, oh, where's Casey? Here we go. Young girl names. Then they all begin with a K. Give me them young girls and shit like that. Yeah, we got Kate, Caitlin, Caitlin, Casey, 
Kaylee, <laughs> Christy. We, we give me some where them young girls at. Yeah, where them. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. We need them young girl names in here. She'd be like, what's your name? Suzette. Oh, hell no. Mm. Suzette smell like mothballs and wigs. We don't need none of that. I need real hair. Chloe. Give me some Chloe's in my life. Emily and Bethany and shit like that. Skylar. Yeah, Ashlyn. Yeah, Ashlyn, a stripper. Madison. We need some last name, first name having ass girls. Your, your new name, the young girl's name is basically going to be last names for old people. You be having Skylar and Jackson and Madison. And <laughs> All right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jordan and Paris and shit like that. That's what that's what we need. We need last name, first name women. All right. We don't need no we don't need no old ass Diane's and Carol's and all of these people out here. Mm. Haley's and shit. Where's the Haley's at? Indeed. Shout out to you ladies out here. All right. Anyway, <laughs> white folks be naming. They, they White folks have a kid and all they names is last names. You like Hunter. <laughs> Wait, Hunter, Jordan. They just look up and say, damn, we ran out of names. No more Greg's, no more Joe's, no John's, none of that shit. These are all first names. They go to the last names. Let's get out all the last names. Tyson. <laughs> mm. All right. You know, like what? Taylor. Yeah, these are Parker. These are all last names when we grew up. Not these ninjas name. Not these white folks name their kids. Last names as first names. They don't ran out of names. Mason. <laughs> It's like, holy shit. Like, what are y'all doing? These are last names, people. Chill out. All right, anyway, let's get back to the show. Uh, did I get everybody on Super Chat? Let me catch up on Cash App. Shout out to Francine. Francine says, my niece's boyfriend says he wants to marry her, but first he needs to know that she will keep her weight under control and wants proof that she is good with money. Neither. Francine, she done. They, that's a, that's going to be a L. First of all, she's not going to keep her weight under control. Naturally, she's going to gain weight. And if she has a baby, forget about it. Number two, she's not good with money. All right. So those are things you should know going in. Anyway, yeah, Logan is another one. Logan. These are all last names. All right. Rational rationality says I'm no father, but the junior college 304s keep calling me daddy. Damn daddy. All right, shout out to Francisco. He says, my guy, you're preaching nothing but the truth. He says, your timelines are spot on. Guys, I got it down to almost a 97% accuracy of prediction of relationships ending. All right, I got it down with the standard deviation of 2%. Standard deviation of two. I can call it right down. I got the timeline. I know how every relationship works. And I know what's going to happen. And I could give you a year or two or maybe two years off. First of all, they're all going to end like I'm just. So I got that on my side. I mean, if I'm a if I'm a gambling guy, I would gamble on everybody's relationship. I'm if I, I don't even have to bet the over under. I could just say that shit going to end. <laughs> like I could go in and just be like, well, that's going to be fun. Uh, shit's going to end, though. I hate the I hate to burst your bubble because you guys are all. <laughs> You guys are all handsy and touchy-feely right now, and you're in love. 99% chance that shit's ending. 
but I don't want to take the fun of it. Enjoy it. Now, if I really wanted to take some prop bets, I would just say when it's going to end. All right, that gets a little bit risky, but I'm going to get it right down. I could just tell you where you are in your relationship, and I'm going to just be like, yeah, this shit will be over in three years, two years, seven, 10, 15. <laughs> All right, but guys, have fun with relationships. I'm just telling y'all, have fun. Get what you can get out of it, and don't get too wrapped up. But yeah, it's going to be over. It's, it is. It is. It is. Like, it, the statistically, 99% of them in. Who know that? All right, shout out to Dion. Money Dion says, thank you for the money mindset yesterday. Appreciate you. That was more blue chip, but I know what you're talking about. I'm going to check PayPal, get back to the main events. We're going to run the double main event because I'm trying to catch up. Okay, here we go. Our love is like no other love. Our love, coach, not me. Our love is like no other love that you ain't ever seen because you ain't ever been loved or hugged and you bitter and hurt. And check this out. Our love is spectacular. Nobody ever seen a love like ours. Okay. I'll <laughs> be looking at you like, yeah, all right, Ninja. Shout out to Kaylin says, uh, Kaylin says, what up, coach? I'm sure you would agree that relationships and marriage are about women being worthy of a man's non-sexual time, attention, and money. While sex is the primary reason we are dealing with them, sex still has limits. While the other factors are, aren't as limited, how many women are worth and worthy of our non-sexual time? Not many. Um, who used to say that? Alan Roger Curry, AMS. They were talking about your non-sexual attention and so forth and so on. That part right there was very beneficial for men to understand. That's what you're transacting. Non-sexual attention, right? That's what you're transacting. That's the difference between legal and illegal in many municipalities other than Los Angeles, New York, and San Francisco. You're trading non-sexual attention for access to her, right? And so, therefore, it is a resource transactional relationship. Now, the minute you remove non-sexual attention, or I call it meat, money, energy, attention, or time, there's no relationship anymore. None. It is what it is. And Patrice O'Neill, ARC, AMS followed ARC on that mindset. It is what it is. I know people want to think it's different, but it's not. You're transacting that to keep her. And there was actually a funny video of a guy saying, a real woman is a woman that only wants your time, attention, and energy. I was like, God damn, you can't be that stupid. <laughs> I was like, you can't be this dumb. There's no way that's a real woman. That is the most dangerous woman. Why do ninjas always want to get shit for free? Black men, I'm going to tell you one more time. Law 40 of the rules of law 48 laws of power despise the free lunch. Ninja, everything that's free ain't free ninja there's no such thing as free um no you can't have a hookup or the discount stop living your life like that please no because a person paid for it that they're, they're not evil money is not the root to all evil um stop it ninjas will do anything to not spend no damn money <laughs> Ninjas will do anything to not spend money and end up spending the most goddamn money out of anybody. I just mm. trying to get free every damn thing. It don't just apply to women. You think it's real because you didn't have to pay for it. That's the stupidest mindset going forward. But I cannot keep I cannot keep harping on this. It's dumb. Finesse God ninjas. 
You just gave and transacted your most important resource that actually turns shit into money. But you and niggas, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I slip. You guys will spend your whole life <laughs> trying not to pay money. Why don't you go get some damn money? Why don't you go get some money? Stop it. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I can't stand this shit. Trying to get the hook up. A real woman, the worst women out here are the ones who take your a time, attention, and, and uh, energy. They take it. You know when I slip. You know I'm giving you some real, real. You know I'm doubling down on real when I slip and I get too excited. <laughs> Yo, money's the easiest way to get out of the dumb shit that y'all always got yourself into. Let me stop. Just pay. Pay your way out of the shit. Then you get mad when people pay. Look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. We call it the, the what do they call it? The past. You go to uh, Great America. You go to, um, you go to Knott's Berry Farm. You go to Disneyland, right? You go to Disneyland. Some of y'all ain't never been. What you do is there's people that pay the entry ticket and there's people that get the uh, fast pass. They do the fast pass, right? Or they do the pass to skip the line pass. All right. And so your dumb ass going to wait three hours in the line because you didn't want to pay for the fast pass. And then what happens is here come the fast pass kids. They probably they they probably somewhere from Kansas, uh, white suburban kids or kids that grew up in the country. Here they come, save their whole life savings. And they said, we're going to make the best of this opportunity. We're going to pay the entry fee and the fast pass. And they pass your ass up while you out there sweating in the line. Yeah, the tiny. Yeah, you know what it is. Them too. Them too. And Kanye has something to say about that. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. And so then they skip the two-hour line and they walk smooth past you. Guess what? You calling them all kind of names. You cussing them out. You saying they need to do this. You talking about oppression Olympics. Then you start asking for reparations. Then you piss all these kids. Eight people don't walk past your goofy ass. <laughs> and then they got on the ride. And now your ass waiting another hour. Guess what? Why are you mad at them? I'm asking you, why are you mad at them? They literally said, I'm not going to be in the line sweating. I'm not going to spend my energy and drain myself. Uh, I'm not going to be sitting in line and then have to buy a $30 bottle of water in which you're going to pay that waiting in line all damn goddamn day in the sun. And you just could have paid for a fast pass and brought your own water bottle. It been good. But you didn't bought four $30 bottle of water the whole damn trip. You could have bought a fast pass. All right, but you spend it your time and attention and energy sitting in that line watching me run to the front of the line. See, you avoided the money, but you wasted time. Not only that, you wasted energy. Now you only rode four rides and you pissed. But they rode 511 rides and they had a fun time. You see the difference? He said, rode, rode three. Yep, they rode it three times. They got off, and they got back in the line and walked past your goofy ass again. <laughs> Look, sometimes being a cheapo and transacting other than money is not the way to do it. You guys got to start. You guys got to start. Now, it's not the best. Look, there's danger 
there's danger around it, around everything. But we got to start thinking differently because it's mostly a broke mentality. You're trying to say, I don't want to pay the money and it's better. Or the persons or people are better because they don't use money. Bullshit. Not over here. Not over here. We don't we don't play by those rules. We don't play by it. We don't make excuses. You just say, just say you're broke. All right. And, and as the girl said, if you broke, just say that. Here we go right here. Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials and efforts. God. Yep. You're going you're gonna to pay either way. All right. You're going to pay just spending years of uh, what you wanted to accomplish when you could have paid somebody with the knowledge and experience. And then you would have just avoided the bullshit. You'd have like, he would have said, watch out for this and watch out for that. But no, y'all dumb ass want to walk out there. I ain't spending the goddamn thing. All right. <laughs> Jesus, it is what it is. Let's get to it. Uh, more, more, more lessons for the noggin right now. All right. Why dating in America is dying a slow death. And this guy, this is a doctor saying why American women have uh, become so, so undateable. This is a doctor. This isn't a red bill guy. This isn't an incel. This is a guy who says he's a medical doctor. All right. So we got it right here. Why American women are undateable. No one wants to play with a porcupine. I'm interested in seeing what he has to say here. All right. Let me see if I have another clip to play preceding that. All right. I don't. I'll, there's a Twitter thread. I'll show you. And um, he's saying as a man, he looks like he's a man in his 50s. Oh, he has a resume here. He's a psychiatric Doctor, that's what kind of doctor he is. Psychi psychology, psychiatric, psychiatrist. Um, he says, "quote I don't even want to go on dates anymore." He says they just feel like a chore. This is something that he heard. I heard this from my twenty-four-year-old male patient this week. I hear it frequently from men everywhere. I hear it in bars, at professional conferences, and over coffee at lunch. I hear it because American women have become undateable. So. Let's just put this out here. He's not hearing it from Red Pill. He didn't say he heard it from CGA. He didn't say he heard it from incels. He didn't say he's saying he hears this everywhere. So this is now mainstream mindset. And he says American today, American women today. I'm going to try to read today suffer from a combination of emotional and characterological pathological pathology. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to try to read the article characterological. I'm not understand what that is, a pathology that renders them unfit to be romantic partners to men. On the emotional side, they are angry. Not the men, anxious and dysregulated. All right, I'm going to try to read it. Good Lord. Men find them exhausting and not at all fun to be around. I can read that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Just look at the details he's putting in here. Now, I'm assuming the doctor's married. He might be single. He's talking about his patients, his conference. He's talking about everything. And now he's saying a truth that women don't want to hear. First of all, let's not go into the things that I'm going to take away the angry because I don't want to use language that people tend to use against us to, 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 to discredit you. Okay. They are angry, though. We, we showed you a clip of black women admitting that they're angry and they're full of piss and vinegar. But let's take that away. He says they're not fun to be around. This is true. Now, there's some men that 
don't experience that. Now, I want these men to understand this because there's men that are like, no, I'm cool. Um, but you're in a position where you're indifferent. You're not really pressing upon them. You might be in a different financial situation. This represents me now today, but it doesn't represent the entire picture for men in general. I don't think women are fun at all. All right. I find them quite goofy, less entertaining, and I find it worse when they're trying to trying to be funny. All right. It, it's even worse with me. I find it worse when they're trying to be sassy or sarcastic. It actually is a turnoff to me. I'm like, just give me the Minnie Mouse. And you know what the Minnie Mouse is. We don't have time. All right. Be, be seen, not heard. I actually find that better and more endearing. But when you try too hard and you're like, I'm a boss bitch and I'm sarcastic and funny. And I think that's a defense mechanism. It's oftentimes goofy as a hell. All right. But that's neither here nor there. Then he says men find them exhausting. This is why I tell you energy. Okay, energy is not transfer, it's transferable, but most of the time the energy is not positive that you get back from women. And most of the time it's you got to tap dance and, and monkey dance, or you got to do all this stuff and, and shuffle and all that shit. It's exhausting. Okay. For some men, they're not in the financial capacity to entertain them often. And then once she gets bored, she's going somewhere else. That's just the nature of how it works. And some men, uh, uh for instance, I've often said, I often said. Dating is not fun for men. Now, it can be if you actually are in a good position. For most men, they are not. So just because it works for me, I can't discredit dating. I can't discredit men's experiences overall because it works for me. I actually can make dating work for me because I have a system. I have a protocol. All right. And then I have people that I pick specifically and I avoid certain people. Some men haven't figured that out yet because that comes with experience and or a little bit of access to wealth, okay? But here's the thing. Dating's not fun. Dating's a chore for men. Like, they got to plan the date. They got to ask the woman for the date. They got to buy the shit, and they got to meet the expectations. They got to meet times, meet reservations. They got to drive and pick her up or meet her and shit. She late 30 minutes. Mm. They just don't want to put up with that shit. Then she's like, okay, what are we going to do? And what are we going to do now? And what are we going to do now? Okay, we're going to go to the bedroom and you're going to drop that neck. Oh, what kind of guy are you? Mm. Yep, you hope she don't flake. You hope she don't have an accident. You hope her granny don't die. People, men got to deal with that shit. And they took time off of work. They took, they they drove in traffic. They planned, they read. And then, and then what guys do is they don't do those things. They're like, I ain't, res I ain't making a reservation for nothing. Then she shows up, what are we doing? All right, let's figure it out now. I thought you would have a plan. Well, dudes don't plan shit because girls flake. Girls show up late. So guys are tired of this system, what we call traditional dating. Don't be mad at me. I'm sorry. Uh, then we might need to reschedule. Can I take a rain check? No, bitch. Lose my number. All right. And so the date's not fun for the guy because he's too busy being a goddamn wedding planner. And he can never let go because he's kind of trying to try to keep her engaged. This is called traditional dating. I call it prostitution. It's just a long form of prostitution. Most, most of the time, he pays and gets nothing. He does all this shit and gets nothing but a pat on the head. Thank you for your date. And I'll take the to-go meal and I'll feed it to Chad. All right. So this is men's experiences overall. All right. So let me go back to the article here. So men are frustrated. The women are anxious. Not only that, their mental health is out of control, and their financial health is disastrous. So going back to the article that I'll attempt to read. <laughs> All right. 
It says right here, in addition to their unpleasant emotions, men must also contend with these toxic personality traits, which include narcissism, ingratitude. Oh, this dude's hitting a home run. Ingratitude is a big one. And an overbearing and judgmental attitude that appears to be constant. This is called entitlement. This isn't, again, I'm trying to make this sound better for people who don't understand. This is just entitlement. Let me just make it simple. They're entitled. I'm entitled to this, and you should do this, and the real man should do this, and you should do that. Don't expect anything. Girls, don't give them anything in return. Nope, you don't owe them anything. This is entitlement. And why don't men date me? Why don't men take me here? Why don't they do that? And This is just dating entitlement, and men, there's many men that are fed up with this. American women approach dating as a fact and fault-finding mission, yes, with a degree of arrogance that can only come from a profound absence of self-awareness. This is a professional calling this shit out. Yes, a fault-finding mission, right? So you can have everything right. You sneeze funny. Hachoo! She looking at your ass like, ugh. Well, I could never. No, 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 no. No, you know what? It was nice meeting you. Girl, he had it all laid out for me. He took me here. He took me there. He planned this. He dressed right, but he sneezed funny. I could never be with a guy who sneezed like that. And you're like, damn, this last ninja you was with, you was apparently getting beat up in a domestic uh, violence uh, relationship. You were in an abusive relationship with the previous ninja, but I sneeze funny. Mm. <laughs> right? These are things they go on these dates. Um, by the way, the worst way to do this is online. Never, never answer too many questions online, if any. Always ask for the meeting because what they're doing is a lazy approach to fat fault finding, which they're trying to say, oh, you do this. And what do you do? Oh, you don't do that. OK, all right. All right. And they ask you 20 questions to get rid of you. So that's to now give that late, get their lazy ass up off and actually show me something that I should be impressed with. When you get to the other side that many men are on, you actually can make the women impress you, right? You got to impress me, bitch. All right. I ain't here to impress you. I'm in the position of leverage and options. You got to impress me. So when they do that, a lot of times they'll disqualify themselves immediately. I ain't doing that. And then they find their ass by themselves. All right. So let's get back to the article. She says right here, um, he says uh, they have no idea what their role is in the encounter or how to properly support the man who is leading the date. They act as a saboteur rather than facilitators. Most men have tired of this. That's what it says. Most men have tired of this. All right. And so instead of letting the date go on is how to sabotage the shit, right? Show up late. Okay. Show up at the wrong place. Then when you get there, oh, you should have did this. And why did we go here? Sabotaging. Oh, this food is not good. The 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 ingratitude. Oh, they could have did better with the, this. Oh, this service is so poor. Like this is all sabotaging, and it's ungrateful, and in, ungrateful. So a lot of guys have experienced way too much of this. And professional men, no, they professional men don't run game. They have careers. Ninjas that have careers don't go to bars and run game. They ain't got time for that shit. So these are career-oriented men that are experiencing this, and they're going, what, what is up? All right, certainly the failing of men play their own role in the dating disaster of today's Americas. I have written about these failings extensively here in my first book, United States of Fear, 
masculinity is in decline in the West, without a doubt. All right. Any any masculine man that you can name has been attacked. All right. Attacked. False allegations, jail, uh, all of that stuff. And while the masculine men have been attacked, they say men should be leading. And then they actually reward the simps. Let's get into it. Without it, dating cannot be successful. Without masculinity, dating cannot be successful. Strength, courage, mastery, and honor are all the essential traits of masculinity, according to, they said, Jack Donovan. And um, I'm not sure. I think that's another guy that people attack. I'm not sure who that is. He says, author of The Way of Men, and a few men display these traits today. Few men display masculine traits. In fact, these ninjas out here dancing on TikTok. Yet, equally, few women display the essential traits of femininity either. Think about that. Femininity. Many t- I just showed you a video yesterday where there, the woman was saying women are more masculine than men and men are um, um, displaying more feminine characteristics like crying and shit, right? And I said, stop crying in public. <laughs> Donovan explains that to find a woman desirable, a man requires nothing more than her to be pretty, carefree, and charming. Today's American women cannot even meet that expectation. I think he meant those expectations, but hey, listen, I didn't write it. So pretty carefree, charming. Okay, again, mini mouse, <laughs> mini mouse, right? I don't want to hear about bad bitch, boss bitch, bad babe. I don't want to hear about that. I don't want to see sarcasm. No, you don't have to be funny. No, mini mouse. <laughs> right? That's all you got to do. All right. I don't want to see leg full of tattoos. All right, that's more uh, attribute, although times are changing for the better or worse. I don't want to see leg full of tattoos and stars and shit and tattoos all the way from up your shoulder to your neck. That is not going to work. And now let's let them continue. <laughs> Quote, I went to dinner recently at a restaurant in Westwood near the UCLA campus. Every customer appeared to be a university student. Hello. And it says right here, I noticed a group of girls, women, <laughs> Women walked past me, and as they got up from their table, they all looked and dressed alike. These are probably white girls, as we already established. Oversized T-shirts, baggy jeans, non-style hair, and no makeup. They appeared to be poorly dressed boys. I turned to the woman I was with and commented, they don't look attractive at all. Well, they don't have to, according to them. And the things that they do, they don't do for men anymore. That's their own words. We don't do this shit for men. Okay, well. And she says she replied, that's the current style. I don't think they're trying to look attractive. Observing the rest of the young women around me, I saw that she was right. Most of the others resembled them. Appearance, though, is not the only way in which American women are not trying to be attractive. I don't know where he was at. He was at a college campus, so it don't count. All right. The typical American woman today projects limitless entitlement, ruthless competitiveness, competitiveness, which I call hate for men disguised as competitive. Any some any woman that says boss babe, I, I say she hate men. All right, because she's trying to compete with men. And advanced emotional incontinence that makes it all impossible for a man to tolerate her, much less enjoy her company. A recent, a recent Instagram video that went viral showed a French man walking the streets of Los Angeles explaining how he had to just walk out of his first date at a restaurant with a local woman after observing 
that her lengthy food restrictions and preferences eliminated nearly every option on the menu. He says, all I can't, I'm not going to pronounce that shit. Um, one thing that does happen is we do know that people are now recognizing different nutrition patterns, right? And I've, I've experienced that. So people will say they're vegan or they're vegetarian or they, um, they, they, they don't eat after 7 p.m. And, um, you know, they only eat, they don't eat any pork or fish, but they won't suggest where to go. Hey, I know a good place. They'll just have you pick. Okay, all right. Okay, vegan, vegetarian, you don't eat pork or fish, and uh, you don't eat bread, gluten, gluten-free, right? Like that shit right there, you know what I mean? That would be great limitations. And what, what also happens is, what also happens is you're supposed to remember this shit, right? They got peanut allergies. <laughs> you're sitting there like, okay, oh, shit, all right, we can't eat Kung Pao chicken. We can't eat. So it gets really, really tight. So then you tell her, just come over and cook then. Cook what the hell you want. Okay, so now getting back to it. He says something in French that I ain't going to try to repeat. An American woman living in Russia posted a thread of complaints on social media after failing to get a second date with a local man after six months in Moscow. One man told me at the end of the date, this is according to her, that I wasn't attractive enough for him to go out on a second date. I reminded him that I earn more money than him and have better apartment and apartment that I pay for with my own income. Yeah, that right there. You don't want to hear that. No man wants to hear that. All right. There's very few men, only black male, older black male simps love that shit. Right. Um, you know, there's people that do date wealthy women, but they always are in their feminine. I've actually proved that, especially women of other races. Right. Um, they they can tell you. And most of it is a front. But um, just because you earn more money doesn't mean you're better financial position. All right. So that's number one. Number two, that's all a front. And that's more masculine presentation. You're not attractive. That's not attractive to many men. And you can't pull that shit off in Europe. Um, you can pull that in America. But in Europe, that don't work. All right. And not to say that I should be I should be the primary earner. But that's not a feminine characteristic. That makes you less attractive. And then it says right here, additional comments made it clear that she was entirely unaware of the expectations of the local man regarding both feminine dress and body habitus. And that Russian men could care less about what she makes and how nice her apartment is. They want a pretty, charming, carefree woman and aren't hesitant to show say so to her face. In fact, in fact, Many times you will find that European men would be very specific in calling out this behavior that many American men accept. Let's get this straight. This is not about what women have done. This is what American men have allowed. Okay. This is what American men have rewarded and then thus complain about later. He says American men want the same thing, but don't have the clarity of mind or the courage to say so. Exactly. That's the point I was making. They have become pussified, according to him. So this is my point. And um, just so you know, I'm here standing on my square right now on a daily basis presenting this. So I'm not afraid to say so. And I'm also not afraid to let a woman walk. Walk. All right, go. I don't care who you are. Walk. I'm not dealing with it. All right, go on and leave. And I will not reward this bad behavior. You go ahead by yourself. But American men don't do it. In fact, 
we American men are the problem amongst American men. And I've been saying this for years. The this type of movement, this type of thing that we share here on a daily basis, women don't fight us. They don't have the capacity to fight us. Many times they will just simply ignore us. You know who fights us most? It is men and American men at that. And of course, if I really want to will it down, it's black men. All right, black men are the biggest enemy to anything that we do and talk about. In fact, my most biggest haters other than the gatekeeper himself comes from black men. So when you talk about what's happening here in America, the black man is the lowest on the financial total pole. They're, they're lowest in the accomplishment. They're lowest in marriage. They have the most early terminations of pregnancy within their own race. They have the least... Uh, they have the least capacity to start families. And then it is us that can continue to try to solve the problems. And the problems is that there's no masculinity. Okay. It is what it is. It is, it is what it is. So, I mean, if you want to recognize where the problem is, it is not with the women. It is with the men. So we got to acknowledge that the men are the ones causing this problem of why American women are so undateable. It's the men. This guy's talking about it right here. And it says right here, I believe the root cause of this problem is American women uh, in American women is environmental. It is probably a, a problem of bad values. Women in this country have been taught that looks don't matter. That career is more important than family. Now, they hate hearing this shit, but it is what it is. That men are either dangerous or weak and incapable and that the world would be a better place if only women were in charge. Yeah, this is a this is um going to cause a problem. I think this constant fight and bitterness and, and discontent towards men can be easily explained by the divorce law, the divorce results and this constant push. Oh, we need to push women in the front. All right. And then, of course, when that happens, then the reading rainbow jump right in front of them. Then they want us to protect them. It's actually um, a way to crush a society really quickly. But you guys do you. All right. As it's burning, I'm going to be on a sailboat watching it with the Titanic music floating away. Not giving a fuck, but it is what it is. Everything they are taught is wrong. Everything that is taught is a lie, and the fault lies with schools, media, feminism, and the parents. These institutions, yeah, the parents too. These institutions and individuals have corrupted their minds, their emotions, and their characters. All right, this is what I think about the feelings culture, where feelings matter more than facts. I think this is detrimental to our country. This is why I don't put mental health at the top of the need of our society. I don't give a damn. If you weak, we only as strong as is our weakest link. Okay. If you if you're mentally weak, go sit your ass on the sideline. <laughs> All right. That's my that's my philosophy. Sit on the sideline. Don't work. Don't drive. Don't vote. Just get the hell up out of my way. <laughs> get out of my way. But when you put that as a precedent at the top, you the society will never win. You'll never win because you put the weak people at top. That's why I discuss this is why I also describe. That's why I also described um, this the scenario where I said, um, oh, I slipped my mind as I was talking about it. Oh, um, describe the 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 culture of the black culture where I said we can't put all our energy and attention in the pookie. Right. So pookie get his ass tore up and we put all our attention and resources in the pookie. That's actually um, trying to help the weakest. No, 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 no. You can't put your energy and attention into the weak. You got to push and propel the strong and that then the weak will recognize I be strong or I, or I don't survive. All right. Survival of the fittest is how you keep a species alive. Survival of the fittest is how you keep a species alive, not rewarding the weak, not putting them propping up the weak. 
Yeah, that's how it works. And if you can't survive, that's a, that's what it is. You don't survive. I mean, you can't you can't hack it. You can't take the heat. Get the hell up out of the kitchen. But it is what it is. But you want me to get, worry about Pookie all the time. Well, Pookie ain't a part of me. Pookie might look like me, but he ain't me. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we punish the good people. We tax the good people and pay for the bad. No, hell no. Hell no, guys. But this is what we've done in America. No, nope. it says right here. Uh, I'm going to skip all of this because it's, oh, this guy's even covering it here. He says they have trained women to live in the fantasy world of us versus them, where the me is more important than the we. Damn, he's sitting home. Where our feelings dictate truth and goodness and even virtue itself. These toxic teachings have rendered women developmentally arrested and incapable of adult partnerships with men. This tragic, this tragedy harms not only men, but women. Yes, it's going to harm us more than anything, right? I always tell you, the blood's going to be on our hands. Like, we're going to take the bullets for this. And this is because we allowed the weak to lead. It says right here, men need women. Absolutely, but so do women need men. Despite what womenism, womenism has taught, American men today have largely decided they would simply, they would simply rather be alone than continue to feel battered and exhausted by an unending stream of bad dates with unpleasant women. And you could throw marriage and divorce on top of that as well. No healthy person wants to play with the porcupine. Wow. Shout out to him. This is a psychiatrist and author of the United States of Fear. His name is Mark McDonald, and he is a doctor, not an engineer doctor. And he's also uh, authored several other things right here. So what we're seeing is, what we're seeing is we're seeing a lot of crossover of experiences and um, many guys will try to segment themselves or section themselves as, well, I have the answer. All right. And so this has caused a great debate of men. You see very liberal oriented men like a destiny and you see a guy who's somewhat of middling like a sneako who snuck, snuck his way over the red pill and then now he's trying to cross over and he'll turn into blue pill. Then you have the people that are on the opposite side of that. And they're saying they're upholding masculinity. And then within that, in the middle of that whole pie, you have dating coaches in PUA who say, no, nah, you just need to game your way through it, which is not a recipe for men who actually have responsibility. <laughs> okay. Like irresponsible men, that will work for. Nin ninjas that have jobs, that will work for you. Ninjas that never going to be anything, that works for you. And it's a temporary solution. Does it help you out in life? No. Is it help you out if you have um, if you have a reputation, no. Does it help you out if you have a career? No. Does it help you out if you want to be somebody in 10 years? No. Mm. <laughs> okay. But it helped you get some straggly, raggly uh, women every now and then. All right. So <laughs> let's get to this part of it here and share you a couple of quick threads and videos here. Let's see here. Let me stop sharing. And uh, this is found on Twitter. And it says right here, this is a woman allegedly that says, I hate, I'd hate to be a dude trying to date in this day and age. Okay. And so you even have women acknowledging this. And I play several videos, videos of women acknowledging this. They're acknowledging it on Twitter. And then it says social media has ruined a lot. And then uh, how's, how ish is looking? I'll probably never date again. This is a guy. All right. And you see the conversation have. And this guy, Mr. Ninja says, women are not as terrible as they are portrayed as they portray themselves to be on here, or maybe I simply don't run into those types. That's him abdicating, just stepping out of it. I don't experience that. See, this, this mindset of 
I don't experience that, it's not a solution. I want people to understand that. And this is typically comes from men. Ah, well, you just got to get hoes. Listen, that's not the solution. <laughs> and I understand that because I experienced this in different, different parts of my life. Sometimes I struggle. Now I have it where it's relatively somewhat easy. But that doesn't mean that it's easy for everybody else. So I can't use my anecdotal evidence and what works for me and say, well, everybody else is fucked. Okay. I, can, I can't use that to dismiss everybody else. I can use that to say, well, there's more holes for me, right? There's more holes for me, but saying that, well, it ain't working for you, it's working for me, is not a solution. It's just you using your ev anecdotal evidence to support your case. And that doesn't even disprove what she said. And she even had to come back like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is not a way to go back in this uh, disregard what the original statement was so even some women are like yeah it's bad out here and anybody who acknowledges that it is not bad you you you're doing as much damage to everybody all right so this is Sneeko's uh clip that i wanted to share with you um again i've i've just even learned who he was all right so i'm gonna play this clip because somebody shared it with me and he's gonna talk about his experience overseas overseas let's play it wake up call was going to japan the women there don't have a drop of testosterone in their body. The way that they smile, the way that they talk to you, how high-pitched their voice is. It's, like, whoa. it's just so nice. It's just so soothing and pleasant. Like you order something. And you just want to protect them. Just naturally, you, you're, you feel more like a man because you want to protect and you want to provide for her. You, you just want to create that nice environment for this beautiful, feminine woman. And then... You realize there, like the amount of bullshit that you need to put up with with these women in America, how combative they are, and everything in the culture is steering them away from being feminine. It's like it's like now you this it's just the the Cardi B thing. You need to be the tip top guy in order to make a woman submit. But women are happy to just do that in Japan. None of them have their cleavage out. They're not showing too much like skin. They dress extremely girly with their dresses and their fingernails. And like someone was walking around with cat ears because it's goofy. Why am I putting up with women who want to be men at the same time when you could just go to a different place and find an actually feminine woman? The big. All right. I didn't know Pearly was in the video. Sometimes I do want to. I play portions of the video to preview it. And then I want to give a natural reaction to it. And I always hope there's no one naked on the video. All right. But. The point he was making may be supported by a lot of men and is supported by culture and is supported by a lot of men's experience in America and then men who go overseas. So many of these points have been made by men recently, specifically passport bros, and it's shot down and torpedoed as some sort of men are looking for slaves. Men are looking for weak women. Men are looking for X, Y and Z. And it's also been shot down by men that says, hey, just because that happens over there doesn't mean they're better women, which is all true. All of that is true. But the main point that he was making is. A lot of men, especially young men, are dealing with a group of women that men like us never had to deal with, right? Men my age. We've dealt with it a little bit, but we were able to overcome. But men that are in their 20s, as Sneeko is, I believe he's 24 or 25, they're, this is what their reality is. This is what they grew up with. Like, there's no been, there's no good or bad women. There's all this just feminism on steroids. 
Like, it's hard for them to go find a woman that ain't on some shit like Boss Babe, that ain't on no horse shit or some Instagram. Like, all of the ones they look, they're like, what the hell going on? So they got to go overseas. And once they do, they experience the transactional relationship, the yin and the yang of masculinity and femininity. That's what they experience. Even if it's pay for play, even if it's they experience Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse. They experience that and it's mind-blowing. It's my, That right there is mind-blowing. So men over here experience that. We, we only experience that many times if we're either super gruff and rough or a thug or there's money on the table. Because trust me, I deal with a lot of feminine women now, <laughs> right? Because they know there's something to gain immediately. And many women say, if there's nothing to gain immediately, there's nothing given. Not all, but many people are saying that. And he acknowledged that in this video. But over there, there doesn't even have to be that much. That's the natural state of the transactional masculine and feminine men in their 20s and 30s early 30s they haven't experienced much of that and we have to acknowledge that fact as truth and no game ain't gonna solve all that shit okay it ain't gonna solve all that do not just throw that out as a recipe because that requires significant amount more management and energy and then that man has to say is this woman worth all of that the answer is no for many young men mm. Now, many young men ain't going to put all of that energy into women who are just out here, pay for playing, and just going to the highest bidder. Running up at NBA games, looking at Ninjas Johnson after I spent $5,000 for the seat. You guys got to understand that that's not a solution for many young men, and they've never experienced a truly feminine woman. Many of us have at our age. All right, let me check this out. Check this uh, clip out. We got two more. Oh, um... We got two more. Then I'm going to catch up. Is it two? Yeah, two more. Then we're going to go about the junior college, man. Boy, junior college, you're here acting, acting reckless. Here's a woman here, and this is not an American woman. Somebody says money is never the solution. It's never going to be the solution. But the solution is the culture, all right? But, guys, money will give you access to every goddamn thing. I'm going to tell you, man, right now, um, everybody can be bought. Everybody can be bought right now. You can get the top is brawl right now. Anyway, here's a woman here. And guys, I don't care if she married. She could be married right now. You can get that buddy right here. Here's this woman. Check this out. This woman asked men who want to date her to write a 500 word essay. So I know. So I knew they weren't wasting my time. One even did a PowerPoint presentation. Mm. Now, I'm going to tell you. This is a transactional relationship. This is a transactional relationship. Number one, it's a waste of your energy and attention and time. If you do this shit, and I'm sure there's some guys that are going to do this. However, look at the mindset. Look at the mindset. This woman wants you to waste your time to give her a 500-word essay so she could just ball it up, take her pen out. Remember, the guy said the woman's looking for fault first. She's not looking for a solution first. She's just on a fault-finding mission. First of all, if you don't do the essay, yep, something wrong with you, check. This could be the man of her dreams. Nope. Then she's going to do the old grammar check, see if you can know how to indent, know how to construct a damn term paper. I mean, come on come on 
And let's go ahead and go down here. She's a 36-year-old woman and a mother of one. So take a look. This is a single mother or a divorced mother, 36-year-old woman. And let's take a look. This is what y'all get, ninjas. Right here. This is the prize right here. This is what ninjas write the 36-word essay for. See, the game is all messed up. I'm not here to judge, but this is what he also called the arrogance and the entitlement and the you owe me and you got to do this and tap dance and dance. Okay, that's the woman right there. This the woman that you are about to write a third, uh, a three page, uh, wait, a four page letter and, and, and enclose it with a kiss. Millie Mouth Muskrat. Th this is what you did. Take a look, gentlemen. Master Splinter at best. See, this is what's this is this is why people are choosing not to date. Because on the other side of dating, the women are like, "What's wrong with me?" And then they pull this shit. Uh, if you really want to be, I got a lot of guys in my inbox. A uh, five hundred word essay. <laughs> okay, next one here for the brothers, killing other brothers. I thought the object was to love one another. All right, here we go. Right here, this is on the return of King's Instagram. And this is recently in response to Ebony Williams. Now, this is the people who represent the lowest rung of the economic ladder in America. That's non-dispute. Okay, This is also the least married. This is also the most divorced. This is also the most terminations of pregnancy. This is also the highest STD in many municipalities. This is the least pair-bonded people. And take a listen. We're going to take a listen to what she has to say. And you're going to wonder why people aren't getting into relationships. People aren't dating. Like, you can't even get to the date. Let's play it. We want to build generational wealth as an African-American woman, and we are the most educated demographic in the country, then it's hard to marry a bus driver because you're going to have to, uh, you know, your kids may not be in this, the best schools. Your your kids, um, you know, aren't yeah, but he might be the best thing. father. Well, he may be the best father, but we're talking about generational wealth. Now, at this point, I am the exception. I make a lot of money, I, but until I become the rule, I don't know that black women can afford to do this. So if you want to build generational wealth as an African-American woman, and we are the most educated demographic in the country, then it's hard to marry a bus driver because you're going to have to, uh, you know, your kids may not be in this, the best schools. Your your kids, um, you know, aren't yeah, he might be the best thing. father. Well, he may be the best father, but we're talking about generational wealth. Now, at this point, I am the exception. I make a lot of money, I, but until I become the rule, I don't know that black Black women can afford to do this. Send it. We're going to send it. Now, listen, I don't, I don't. Yeah. By the way, as I, as, as this is proven earlier, I said, they think they're, they're their own separate race. They're separate from black men. It's black men and black women as a, and, and that as a race, they're, they're not together. So when I said they, they made my women, they made my women. They, they, they're always going to frame things for themselves. Now, they're the only race of women who do this in America. They're the only ones who do this shit, right? You never hear be like, well, I'm a Latino woman. I'm different than Jorge and Hector. You don't hear Jewish women do this shit to their men. You don't hear any other people do it. And black men do it to them as well. I'm sure you're saying that. However, think of what she's saying here. Think of these statistics, what we got going on. We have the most educated woman thing thrown up. But also, I want you to ask yourself, why are the least educated women doing well in their marriages overwhelmingly? Mm. 
Okay, so you're throwing that up as that that that's a positive, but it seems like the least educated women seem to be doing fine in their marriages. <laughs> right? So is that a plus for you or a minus? Is that inhibiting you or preventing you from actually having success? Or like you can't look at that as a positive and then it end up always being a negative. Okay, so that's that. But look, you mate with who you want to mate with and you look at generational wealth, how you want to look at it, but you're the lowest on the economic rung in America. What generational wealth are you talking about? Okay, it's not happening overwhelmingly for this group of people to consider, always continue to, uh, um, always trying to keep differentiating themselves from the the men in their tribe. All right, but listen, I don't, I don't really care. And another thing she's saying here that keeps on the brother in the article, the doctor said this idea: I make my own money and I make a lot of money is working against you overwhelmingly. No matter how many times you beat them over the head with this truth, they still don't get it. And I think this is basically uh, what this could be akin to an affront, an all out attack on American men. It's like this. Stop bombing me. (laughs) And they continue to bomb you. What do you call that? That's called a that's called an attack. So if if you if they're doing something and you keep warning them not to do it and they keep doing it, they're not working with you. They're working against you. They're creating the war themselves by saying, we ain't changing. You're going to change with us. And then inevitably, a couple of dudes and goofy dudes will say, I want a boss, baby, bitch. Okay. Mm. Then just is basically just waving the white flag. (laughs) All right. It's like, all right. And then they basically say, "What, what tends to happen is then that guy is the poster child of what to do as a real man. Russell Wilson. All right. Everybody that that every dude that waves the white flag is the poster child for these people waging this war to continue to promote. All right. It works like that every time. And all they need is a couple dudes to keep accepting and accepting and fall in line. And this this is what happens to men in their 20s. They say, hey, coach, man, I'm not waiting. Hell no, coach. I'm going in. Nope, nope, nope. I'm waving the white flag. Coach, I'm putting up my hands. Coach, I'm, I'm throwing in the towel. I can't do it. Why? These people know, people waging war, that you're weak sexually, you don't have the leverage and options, and then they got you where they want you. This is all it is. Don't tell me they're not aware of this, because if they were aware of it, aware of it and they really cared, they would change. But they're not, which means this is an all-out attack in a full front. All right? Um, this is by design. And, of course, if you really wanted to know what's happening here, they are... Um, they are essentially being programmed in their DNA to eat, keep pushing through it. Be pushed through it, the change will happen. All right, how far are we away? Because I got too much still to cover here. We're going to be here in an additional hour. You're going to be in detention. Let's speed through these. Let's speed through these so we can get to one more thing. Um, the junior college is becoming ruthless. Best protect your neck. Um, we talk about the junior college all the time, and it is not a solution. It is basically an alternative. There are trade-offs. There's not a perfect solution. Remember, I never offer you a perfect solution, and I never offer you um, an antidote. What I offer you is, well, uh, it is an antidote. It is a it is a situation to accomplish one thing and get the other. But the junior college is becoming ruthless, and this is something that you have to worry about. Check this out. This is uh, in Australia. This ninja went to the junior college. Exotic dancer, age 26. She's getting a little too old for me, but she is foldable, but I don't like both on breast all right just like i don't like weeds 
Uh, but it says right here, uh, Exotic Dancer 26 demands $100,000 from her sugar daddy. Wait. Him, daddy. And then threatens to, threatens to falsely accuse him of grape if he didn't pay up before she stabbed him to death. Lord, have mercy. Free agent lifestyle is the only solution. All right, so you need monk mode. Damn, my ninja. All right, so we got extortion, kidnapping, false allegations. And uh, then we got death by Jesus. These girls are getting ruthless out here. Protect your neck, Ninja. Hey, man, go for the girl next door. Go for the girl next door. We're not going to read all the article, but uh, that was out here. This was as of two days ago, man. Sheesh. All right. They desperate out here. Rent due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right. You guys got to watch out. Never date a stripper, man, for real. All right. Never mess with strippers. Uh, here's another one right here. Uh, 44-year-old married woman. It says right here, if you see it on your screen, this is uh, of uh, this is in the United Kingdom. 44-year-old woman hired a hitman to delete her colleague she had an affair with. Lord, have mercy. And take a look at this. Free peace leave ain't free. So this woman, a married one, I think she's married. A woman who tried to hire a hitman to delete a colleague she had an affair with was jailed for seven and a half years. Helen another old woman's name, age 44, admitted paying more than 20,000 euros in Bitcoin into an account on the dark web called Online Killer Markets after a breakdown, a breakdown in, in their relationship. The mother, the married mother of five, Ninja, the married mother of five denied soliciting, soliciting a deleter or stalking the victim between January 2021 and August of 2022, but a jury found her unanimously guilty of the crime. All right. And um, there she is there getting served, I'm sure, her warrant. So uh, married mother of five, age 44, is the one to delete the man she's cheating with, her work husband. Mm. <laughs> All right. Her work husband. Let's go to the next story out here. Let's go back to the junior college. Uh, we got another Millie Mouth muskrat. Pay attention. A woman with prostitution history accused of stealing $103,000 in trick roll. So there she, damn. All right, they got to get through with the ad. This is Las Vegas. A woman with previous arrest for pro-related crimes in Las Vegas is accused of stealing a duffel bag full of cash from a man's hotel room while he was in the shower. The man whose name is redacted. There she is right there. Savannah Cisnero. Hey, I know her. Hold up for a second. Hmm. Has she been? Has this woman visited the gentleman's lair? I don't know. Do I know this woman? Let me see. Yeah, Savannah's. Wait a minute. Savannah's is Narrows. The man whose real name was redacted in the arrest report had won much of the money while gambling on a boxing match on Saturday, April 8th, and was carrying the cash around in a black duffel bag when he met Savannah. Says right here. She was uh, introduced to the victim by another man who had befriended the victim while watching the boxing match at the MGM Grand in Vegas. Uh, what was that boxing match? That just went, went down. Eventually, Cisnero and the victim made their way over to the Tropicana. <laughs> the Tropicana, God dang. Living bad and dangerously. They're probably going to knock down that hotel to make room for the A's baseball stadium. According to court docs, this narrow was arrested on April 26th and facing felony charges of gland larceny and uh, with the value more than 100K. Uh, police were able to identify this narrow as the suspect because she had given her phone number to the victim. 
The man told the police he attempted to hide the bag in the room from Cisnero and was even going to take it with him when he went to retrieve something from his vehicle, a condom. But Cisnero accused him of not trusting her around the money. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let me give him a... Oh, the humanity. Jesus. You don't trust me around the money? I ain't going to steal your, your money. Oh, Jesus. The victim was doubtful of Cisnero. And he told police that although he made drinks for both of them, he didn't drink his because he feared it might be drugged. Ninja's moving reckless out here. While in the shower, the victim said he heard his duffel bag being moved and hastily got out of the shower and fell. Then heard the door of his room closing. Police said surveillance video shows this narrow running out of the hotel in her undergarments. In her drawers, he probably told her, told her to get naked. As, so she running out in her drawers with the duffel bag. And a short while later, the victim ran out of the room naked. But couldn't locate Cisnero. Additional surveillance video showed the woman identified. I need to see the video. Identified as Cisnero running in the back parking lot and going over a wall leading to a parking lot for an apartment complex. Police wrote in the arrest report. That the theft is considered with wait consistent with trick rolls. It says which uh, commonly occur on the strip or on uh, downtown properties. Stay away from Fremont and women. Court records show that Cisnero had or has multiple prostitution related arrests and also arrests for trespassing at several strip properties. The report says Cisnero refused to talk to the popo. And there's no mention of the money being recovered. Oh, no. So, guys, man, y'all got to be out here uh, vigilant. Yep. Y'all to be vigilant out here, man, because these women now, man, they ain't just trying to lay on their back for a couple of dollars. If they see an opportunity to snatch a watch, gotcha, bitch. if they want to snatch the duffel bag, you gambling. Gotcha, bitch. All right. They, they are out here on the prowl. They're out here on the prowl. So you guys got to be ready. We do got one more, guys. Man. Y'all out here violating woman right here steals cash, jewelry, and a passport after a man invited her into his mid middle village home, according to the New York police. Look at y'all ninjas. Now, this is not a junior college. This is a guy that thought he ran game and thought he had an easy layup. Y'all ninjas going to pay one way or another. It says right here, police are searching, searching for a woman who snatched thousands of dollars worth the loot, including cash and expensive jewelry from a man's middle village resident earlier this month after he invited her into his home in the middle of the night on May 19th. Authorities said the 37-year-old man met the woman who was believed to be approximately age 35 earlier in the night and invited her back to his house near, and they give the locations, uh, around 3 a.m., once inside, the woman snatched approximately approximately $1,500, a chain valued at approximately $2,500, a debit card, a designer jacket, and the victim's passport before fleeing the scene out here in an unknown direction. The police released a photo of the suspect on March 29th. She, is a, she has a light complexion and is approximately 5'5", five five, weighing 150 pounds, and she looks like a mealy mouth muskrat. Anyone who, oh, they ain't even caught her yet. All right, they haven't caught her. And as of course, yes, they got you. Gotcha, bitch. 
All right. So we guys got to understand, man, that uh, women are out here being sticky fingers and we must be vigilant against these things. Otherwise, you guys going to pay the piper even when you're trying to pay to piper. Anyway, I just came up with that. Last part of the video, where are we at? Three hour mark. Let's go through this and I'll get to all the super chats. All right. So here you go. Oh, shit. I meant to play this part right here. I meant to I meant to save this part. So let's go back to this part right here. This is the woman who uh, sends $250,000 of her husband's money to an online chat. Here we go. 100% of the money. Add a Discover card for um, 15000 Give me a second here. Fair use. And that's maxed out beyond maxed um, because he would. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. This is terrible. Right. I thought he was very nice. Obviously, he was um, easy on the eyes. Blue eyes. Can barely brown peach. hair. No beard, but sometimes he does have a beard. He looks like he probably works out um, quite a bit. I mean, this woman should have known. But the, the, the thing is, Chad's pipe down women like this. So I'm just letting y'all know this idea that this guy wouldn't fornicate with her is wrong. Chad's pipe down women like this all the time. They have no, they have no, uh, they have no salami discipline. Many of them. Let's continue. Um, nice, like six pack. Um, he does have some tattoos, um, on ones on his chest. So this is again, this is how hoflation works, right? And so you're just a regular dude, and you're not good enough because dudes like this be in her inbox. Uh, let's go down and move forward here. I thought I, I had it set up into a different point right here. Let me see here. All right, damn. All right, let's see here. All right, so where is it at? She got, she's kind of like a horny chick. All right, so let's see here. Damn, I done messed it up. All right, so this is them. Ten penises on it. It's just like I was a Christmas tree one time and the ornaments were a penis. She addicted to a penis, all right, so... <laughs> I'm just quirky and weird and everything when it comes to that. And I don't always stop and think of the consequences to my actions. There you go. So take a look at this happily married couple. Look, look at this. First of all, both of them looking like Humpty Dumpty. All right. And this is what dudes look like when they're married. They stay married. Oh, they're married, coach. They didn't get a divorce. Well, shit. What, what are they going to do? What is either one of these guys going to do on a single relationship, right? Right. If he's single, he's done. He ain't getting no punani ever again. And this woman gonna get viciously piped down by ninjas and chads. All right. Um, looking just like that, making no changes to her whole um personality. Let's continue. Brian supported all of Sarah's hobbies and interests. He even agreed it was okay for Sarah to have friendships with strangers over the internet. I talk to people online. Um, it's not a new thing. I don't think it is wrong for somebody to have fair use. Um, look at this guy, guys. This is a lot of married men right here. All right, cheaper to keep her. He know he done. He can't do nothing on the dating marketplace, so he got to let her do what she does. He knows what she's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing, what she's doing, but he can't do nothing about it. That's a lot of married men. Okay. Relationships of both sexes oh by the way this is also like girls dudes that are married but their wives are um only fans artists or instagram models and then the dude will be like uh my girl getting the bag you ain't getting the guy dude that's so dumb that's stupid 
You ain't getting none of that back. All right, but let's continue. And you ain't going to get none if you marry and you divorce her either. Do we let other people in our sex life? No. Would he be open to it if I did? If I wanted that? Probably. Just All right. So there you go right there. So she's saying we don't we don't openly have people in our marriage, but she knows that if I if I did it, he would go he would be down. So let's continue real quick. We saw the guy that was um that was um the Chad. So now we're gonna see what she did. This is fair use, fair use, fair use. On a mission. He needed the money um that I sent him to come back from Syria. He had to have the money to be able to get the flight because he needed to leave before the mission was up because he wasn't feeling well. Yeah, I don't want anybody to die because they can't get basic needs. John's request for money didn't stop. The request seemed like they would never come to an end. All Sarah wanted to do was meet this man in person, so she sent even more money. All right, so as a rule of thumb, never send people money. I know dudes are doing the junior college. Never be like, oh, okay, uh, send me the gas money. Send me the airline ticket money. Never do any of this. If you don't know them and you ain't been piped them down yet, don't do any of this. Oh, just send me the money in advance. I'll buy the ticket. No, 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 no. Don't do it. It's an absolute no. Don't give them an advance. Don't do shit, all right? He guilted her by sending these photos of his wounds from the battlefield. After the first time he asked for money is probably when it started going downhill. <laughs> I probably sent him money every week to two weeks for probably a good solid um, six to eight months. Oh, I cashed man. in my a couple life insurances and I cashed in um, my retirement fund. Wow. Um, and I sent him 100% of the money. Woo! And look at the husband. Look at this shit. Look at this right here. And you know he's steaming on the inside, but he can't say anything. Had a Discover card for um, 15000 and I sent him that as well. Wow. And that's maxed out beyond maxed um, because he would. Uh, this is terrible, terrible. Oh, I hate talking about this because this makes me feel stupid. He would pay that and then um, have me withdraw more money once the balance got down where I could um, withdraw some more money. And then that payment would bounce. John had all of Sarah's personal information, emails, passwords, debit and credit card pin numbers too. When we looked over her discovery credit card transactions, we could see when John was making the payments. He would take cash advances and then pay the card off. This built trust with Sarah and also made her believe that he was real. The problem was all of the payments that he made ended up getting returned. Ooh, wow, that's a crazy game right there. So you could put that you just I'm not going to tell you how to do it. All right, so uh let's go forward here cuz we uh, for the uh time here. And we're going to find out, let me see here. They got a lot to say here. We're going to go to this part right here. Fair use. Ryan didn't seem to know about a lot of the details between Sarah and John. Look at this. Look at this, bro. Like, come on, man. Come on. Look at it. Oh, I'm cute with my cat ears. Ah, yeah, yeah. Let's continue. To be honest, it didn't seem like he wanted to know. But he did want to support his wife, whether John was real or not. Jeez. We brought them together, and it was time to let them know what we had found. We did happen to find the real person in the image. The real man in the image, his name is Anthony Tingle. 
he's not a celebrity or anybody that you guys would know, but he is somebody that has his image stolen all the time. It turns out that John was lying about who he said he was. These images were stolen from a man by the name of Anthony. This man has nothing to do with the scam. He's a regular guy, and whoever was behind this profile using the alias John stole all of this innocent man's photos off of his social media profile. All right, so this is why we don't send money to people. This is Don't fall for it, guys. Don't send money for pictures. Anybody that says they'll send you pictures in exchange for money, first of all, you probably ain't going to get the pictures. Second of all, if you do, it ain't going to be of her, or it's going to be a Nigerian dude. It's Ezekiel Emmanuel, Emmanuel sending you pictures. Unfortunately, John does not exist, and this whole thing was a romance scam. That makes me feel better to know that that we have, I have a name now, and I know that this person is using his image. <laughs> this ninja light, this makes you feel better. Look at how you're looking, bitch. He's like, I'm sorry, what? You bitch, you bitch. You feel better. <laughs> Oh, that makes me feel better that this guy's at least his images are getting stolen. Stolen. Mm. Guys, this is marriage right here. This is the anywhere in between Colorado and Pennsylvania. This is what marriage is. This is the people who are not getting divorced. So that makes me feel that makes me feel better. He's a victim too. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm. This ninja gone. He gone. Because he's a victim. Yes. Yes what are things looking like for you guys? Like how, how are you guys seeing things moving forward? I know I've learned my lesson um, and I will never be doing anything like this ever again. Um, and um, I can only hope that it'll make us stronger. I just, I just feel stupid. It's just money. It's First of all, My man said it's just money. Hey, um, <laughs> yo, this is what bitter and hurt looks like. I know people are like, you bitter, you hurt. That's what bitter and hurt looks like. Again, this is men rewarding. They're, they're being sent. And this is, this is obviously a de devastating thing to them. Um, probably they don't have much money. I could, I could tell. But this is what happens. Then they're like, he a real man. You a real one for supporting your wife. Oh, hell no. I know, but. Is there anything that you want to say to Brian? No, just that I love him and that I am super glad that he's willing to stand by me through um, the worst thing that I've ever done and that I will probably, hopefully ever do and that he's here help me through it man this is what people call a successful marriage in the united states and that he is he's been my rock the whole time i mean what? i would not be here if it wasn't for him oh my lord like i said i'm, I'm here to support you any way i can I and it's just money no. i I don't care if it's $50,000, $100,000, I don't care. It's just money. He He's my soulmate. He's 
my better half oh um, my God. and everything. So I can't imagine my life without him. Um, so that's where I'm at. We took the next steps and looked into all the crypto wallets a few days later. I don't know what happened. So, you know, now that things have kind of died down and you've got time to think about some of the stuff that we went through. Man, I'm done with this story. Let's get to the super chats. This is what y'all got, man. That's what y'all got. Yep. No hug, no kiss, no, no tears, no tears for that ninja. Gone. All right, let's get to these super chat. Thank you for the support. Hit the like button on the way out, and we're going to get everybody right now. We're going to get everybody. All right, shout out to uh, Rational Rationality. says, I'm no father, but the JUCO 304s. Keep calling me daddy. Him daddy. Be careful out there. Francisco says, my guy, you preaching nothing but the truth. Your timelines are spot on. Everything is a commodity. It is what it is. Everything's a commodity. You ninjas are commodities right now. All right, for social media. Henry Resilient, I don't work this hard to stand in the line three-hour line. I don't work this hard. Yeah, for real. Think about how hard you work and standing in the line for three hours. Same thing as uh, not getting um, the TSA or clear, you know, so you can go through and breeze through the line, the security line. Uh, same thing as first class. You don't need first class. I know people work hard and then they be like, I don't want to put my money there. Man, look, once you do it, like you deserve this shit and you'll go back and work harder the next day. All right, Francisco Perez, money over bitches, he says, because they breed envy. Shout out to you. All right, David with AY says, hey, ha, I remember my car got towed one night for not parking in the right parking spot, and my cousin told you, uh, my cousin told you better start paying their little 20 bucks, and I've been paying ever since. 100%. Just pay up, man. Like, it's, wor it's worse when you don't pay up. Pay up. All right, Rodrigo De Silva says, it's not just American women here in Brazil. Women are unbearable, too. These 304s are ungrateful single mothers. Medals. Medals? Karens, et cetera. It's a nightmare. Well, I've heard Brazilian is um, only about five, ten years behind America. So whatever we experienced five years ago, they're experiencing now. Blue Baggins. These XXs, he says, and I'm going to have to clean it up right fluent in sarcasm in their dating profiles as if men are going to jump at this they are clueless overseas ain't 100 perfect but it is better than this ish yeah uh sassy sarcastic fluent in the sarcasm um funny any of these things i avoid women when they say that shit i'll be like mm -mm. sarcasm sarcasm is always ill-timed have you ever noticed that woman says she's funny oh i'm super funny everybody thinks i'm funny and the the humor is always ill-timed and it's always at your expense, right? It's always going to be flung at you. And then if you're going to go, well, I, your ego, you need to be, you need to, you need to be tough enough to deal with me and handle me. It's always going to be an attack on you. Well, I'm just being sarcastic and there's humor. There's truth in humor. So she's being truthful and hiding it behind sarcasm. Mm. Mentals. I think you meant. Yeah, no. No sarcastic girls. No no funny girls. I don't need comedians, Ninja. All right. Minnie Mouse, ladies. Minnie Mouse. Zoe Man says, did you see the absolute clown show on F&F? And he says, the gatekeeper was an emotional male. Destiny and Sneeko were throwing insults like 13-year-olds. Wow. He says, I pay to see you debate blue pill uh, beta Destiny. Um, I've seen him about four times. And I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't debate him because what he's looking to do 
is I think he's playing either. I don't know if he's being honest, but he's playing devil's advocate. And it would be good for entertainment purposes only, but everything he does is going to be uh, intentionally in opposition. I don't think he thinks that way. He's probably thinks close to that, but he will never give you the benefit of the doubt. And he's very good. He's crafty at how he can frame everything. So it would be worthless to do because it wouldn't be like all debates should be a, a meeting of the minds. We should come to an, a conclusion to either agree to disagree or agree on certain points or not. Right. But people are using the dates to protest, to draw attention and all of that shit. And I'm not with the shits. I'm not with the goofy shit. All right. And so y'all can do this. And um, I also saw him and Sneeko insulting uh, the gatekeeper. I'll never say his name on the show. Insulting the gatekeeper and the gatekeeper completely breaking down. All right. Shaking, emotional. And I'm like, see, that's why I don't debate. <laughs> y'all call it debates. But really what it is, is entertaining. And since you want me to debate, it is going to be 10 racks for the debate. <laughs> okay. Because what you ain't going to do is use this footage. It's already been chopped up, put on people's channels, gaining AdSense, and all that shit. What y'all not going to do is let me entertain y'all monkey asses, and then y'all chop up my video with the debate, with the silly shit, and then be out there making money on me. That ain't what you going to do. So you're going to pay me 10 racks, and you then you're going to make your money. <laughs> Look, all debates should have a moderator. And uh, one of the best debates that I've been in had a moderator and he was willing to play the middle with that being said, if there's no moderator, it's not a debate. It's just a cartoon. What y'all ninjas going to do is y'all going to pay me to show up to these clown shows. All right. I ain't entertaining y'all ninjas for free. Okay. <laughs> we got Ty says Gavin Newsom said ninjas ain't getting that check. Shout out to gruesome Gavin Newsom. Niggas always. All right, shout out to David with an AY. It says, been to Japan, and I 100% agree with what Sneeko's assessment is. And I got to get to Japan. I know I'm a hack the fool out there when I get out there, bro. Oh, Lord. I got to have it. <laughs> I'm going to be a I'm going to be a pure menace to society. They're going to make laws in CGA's name as soon as I show the hell up. All right, they're going to be like, Ninja, you got to go. All right, you didn't went out here and popped up in the whole. We're going to name a village after your ass. <laughs> he said coach gonna get arrested all right oh man i'm gonna act the fool you want to see some entertainment send me to japan <laughs> all right uh let me see here i always gotta pull up the rush hour clip let me see here let me see if i can find it real quick yeah at the massage parlor you know ricky tan my black ass gonna be in heaven all right, this is going to be CGA right now. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can pull it up. I can't play it because it always gets a copyright, but I'll just show you the picture over here. And I know this is not Japan, but this is definitely what I'm going to look like over there. They're going to be like, uh, CGA Law 3 and 16. This is going to be me right here. I'm going to just show up and lose my mind. All right, America? Come to America? All right. It's gonna be me right here, brother. Look at all, look at with showing my teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I gotta save that picture right there. Anyway. Oh, and I'm not messing around with them little brothels and massage parlors y'all going to. I'm going all the way to the top 
What's that tall building in Japan? It's all tall and skinny. I'm going to be up there with the suite looking down on the city like Bruce Wayne with the top finest, the finest of the finest. <laughs> yeah, don't send me over there, man. They already done locked me out. I'm on the no-fly list to Japan. They can be like, I know what you're going to do here. <laughs> yeah, they're going to send me home. All right, yeah, it's going to be some James Bond, Bruce Wayne shit. I'm not walking down the street looking for uh whatever the hell y'all be going overseas for. I only go up in the towers, brothers. I only go into the finest of the finest. All right, anyway, they say, you go now. You go now. You go now. Get out of here. Get out. All right, anyway, we got MC Hamster says, uh, Joseph, Mary's husband, was a stepdaddy. I bet her kids ain't Jesus. And he says, don't fall for it, gents. I bet her kids ain't Jesus. He says, don't fall for it, gents. Exes fell into their own fantasy. Not my job to save them. Not my job. Not at all. Agent Machine says, trick roll laws exist in Vegas. Statutes in, man, my man knows. He says, statutes NRS, and he gives the things here, are Class C felonies, yet bait and switch in marriages and paternity fraud are okay? Wow. So there are, I never heard of trick roll laws. Um, um, I don't do business like that, but um, there are laws against these things and they're class D felonies. Shout out to you here. He gave us the codes too, if you're on the Notorious channel. <laughs> All right, we got our man CJ says if he cheated, he would uh, not get any sympathy. She would drag his name through the mud. I never even thought about that one, but you flipped it. Wow. Think about that. That woman that did the whole scam that got scammed. If the guy did something, he cheated on her. Do you think she would give him the same benefit of the doubt? Wow. Way to be ahead of the game. Stony Montana. Shout out to you. We got our man, French Joel or whoever it is. Uh, uh, Jewel Santana says, shout out to you from the sensei since I blew your cover. Thank you, CGA. And we got our man, uh, Kevin G, not Kevin Gates. He says, but coach, it's just money and she's my rock. It's just money. Mm. Yep. If he cheated, dude, if he got caught jerking, <laughs> she would send his ass up the river. That is actually a great point. Watch out for that. Ladies, you know that's true. Girl, you know it's true. We got Miles Garrett pass some of the game on to young brothers, two young brothers at the bar. Last night while watching the Lakers and they were receptive, referred them to your content, but they were high as F. So I hope they remember, LOL, keep doing what you're doing. CGA free agent lifestyle for life indeed. C-dubs, coach, you're 100% right. It's these nymphs, those ninja simps. Um, and he says, all in these fat chicks DMs and comments makes me sick to my stomach. Coach gang for life. Yeah, standards existed for a reason, but we also aren't the ones to keep the standards. It is up to, it is the responsibility of the group within themselves to maintain the standard, right? They're supposed to police the standards as to prevent, um, as to prevent it looking like we're bullying them. So men, we're supposed to have standards for men. Women are supposed to have standards for women, right? We're not supposed to be crossing over and keeping those standards and policing them. Like, we don't have time for that. However, we're seeing that there's no honest, um, there's no honest uh, negotiation. They're negotiating in bad faith, and they're not keeping the so social contract. 
which is basically they're they're warring against you when the elder women are not keeping the other women in line. The elder men can't keep the younger guys alive uh, in line. So what do you do? Hey, man, we got a couple people. Kayla Ferguson says it's delusional for women to look at divorce as a win when she has years in marriage that wasn't easy to get invested. Kids are the kids and the closest thing to emotional support from a man she could ever get in life. And they, he says, they need to do a better job subscribing to death till death do us part. Yeah, man. And they're also fighting against no-fault divorce. We got several PayPals, so let's keep it going for a little few minutes. I appreciate all the supporters. We got a co-sponsor. These some long-ass PayPals. Shout out to you. What's good, Coach? This is from Prince Hakeem. He says, um, over the weekend, I was getting food upon leaving the restaurant. These ladies that were driving an Ultimus was stuck in the middle of the road. The simp nights were in full effect, helping them out. And one of the women came to me and said her tire was loose. Immediately, she, um, the strong and independent came to mind, plus the simp night soundbite. It took me a lot. It took a lot of me to hold back the laugh in because... I would have looked rude. I did what any normal guy would do. I said, have a good weekend and drove around her car. He says, I took a look and the tire was damn near hanging off the car. I was like, you have to have felt that driving. He said, they must have been zooted. Anyway, I found myself laughing at the sight of seeing everything you said in person. And I looked crazy laughing, but I couldn't tell people. But the coach gang uh, but the coach gang, as they wouldn't get it. Okay, sorry, man. He says, anyway, free agent lifestyle for life. Sorry. Y'all got me reading these long-ass things, making me look crazy out here, but shout out to you, man. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, man, she probably felt that, and then people probably warned her to change her tires. Ladies, go out and look at your cars right now. Look at them race licks that you have on your car. Look at them tires. You guys are a walking uh, death trap out here. Get your oil changed, too. Put some gas in your car. Shout out to Warren says, coach, I was training one of my buddies in the gym a few weeks ago, and this really short chick came up and started looking at me as if she was trying to get my attention. I figured she wanted help uh, grabbing the cables because she was too uh, short. The cables were too high for her, but I thought, bitch, I'm not helping you unless you ask, and got back to my set. Shortly after, I saw some guy run over and pull the cable down for her. My philosophy now is unless they ask for my help, I'm not going to go out of my way to give it. And I live the same way. Um, I live the same way. By the way, that is the definition of chivalry. <laughs> All right. That is the very definition of chivalry because there's a return for good chivalrous behavior. And that starts with respect. All right. She disrespects you by not even being able to address you and humbling herself to ask. People, the squeaky wheel gets the uh, oil. If she can't even respect you enough to address you, introduce herself and ask you respectfully to help, do not help they ask. Anyway, shout out to the Sean Don John said, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I attended a Raiders-Cowboys game back in Oakland in uh, 2017. Oh, that was the index card game where the ref used the index card to give us the first down on Sunday Night Football. Reprehensible. It was the best tailgate I ever had of any away game. Raider fans are actually really fun people. They are. They are. They're really fun. The tailgates are fun, and we don't beat you up. We're not going to beat you up. It's the Rams fans. I'm just joking. 
We got our man Sligo is the sauce. The junior college is weird, like you say. Lots of picture sellers. And he says, and it's being flooded by women over, over 35. I miss my Japanese girl already. Yeah, the junior college is being baited by the normies. And they're coming over with their tender mindset, and it's absolutely reprehensible. Grease Man, Texas, he says, sorry, apologies for the long rant. A woman I dated in the 90s decided to start a fight with her sister's boyfriend. And um, he, uh, he tried to avoid her, but she hit him in the face, so he lightly tapped her in the jaw. I broke up the fight instead of fighting him. Even if I won the fight, I, I would still lose with jail time or get shot. She was upset. I did not take up for her. I had too much to lose. I eventually cut her off. Guys, stop going to jail for women. Stop fighting. Stop fighting men over women. That is the dumbest thing I ever heard of. Why? That's not sticking up for you. That's that. Let her do her own wet work. They strong. They they women, man. All of a sudden they going. I'm a woman, and then all of a sudden I'm strong and independent. Man, please. Shout out to Mr. Uh, James Ingram in the building. My ex-Gordita single mother wanted to have a baby. I said, okay, then lose weight and save $200,000 to show you're committed. Sad to say five years later, she is still big and broke. During that time, she came to the realization that she didn't want to work because she is a free spirit. She left our relationship and quit her job where she was the my assistant manager to mediate and manifest. Wow. And he says, uh, I thought she loved me, coach. Yep. Always put parameters on. Um, if you if a woman wants a relationship, tell her to lose weight. Okay. Mm. I want a commitment. Guys, value your commitment. All right. This isn't all being mean. This is actually putting stock in what's important. If your commitment wasn't important, why are they asking for it? If they're asking for it, make them work for it. Okay. Like he said, lose weight, save $20,000. Show me. Show me. Most of the time, they won't do it. All right, why? Because they know they can find another guy that they don't have to do it for. You won. You won. Your commitment is the most important thing that you can give to a woman. No, not salami, not kids. Your commitment. All right? And so think about it before you give it away recklessly and frivolously. When you're young, between 20 and 30, your commitment is the most important thing that you can give her because if you don't set boundaries and rules and expectations, she then sets the rules for you. And then when you violate the rules, she gets to say, that's not how you do it. And I say, hell with it. That is how I do it. You either accept it or reject it. You have two choices. Get the walking or stay here. That's how it works. All right. But if I don't put any boundaries, if I don't put anything, she's just going to define what a relationship is. And she's going to define it in her advantage, just like normies defined it. Well, a relationship means, no, it don't. A relationship don't mean shit. It means you're in a relationship with me. All right. So I define the rules and you either participate or not. You can't tell me the, the normies do this. No, it listen, that's what they do. <laughs> that's what they do. I don't do it because this is what I said that I'm going to do. That's a really you in a relationship with me. Ladies, never say this to me. I know how to treat a man and I know what a man needs and I know what men want and I know how to cook for a man. And I'm going to say so. I'm going to say so, because I know I'm above most men. With that being said, you don't know how to cook for CGA. You don't know how to treat CGA. You don't know what CGA needs until I tell you. Now, if you don't want to do what CGA needs and you don't know how to cook for CGA, 
and you want to do what you did for the last men that you lost, guess what? You're going to lose me too, bitch. <laughs> All right. You don't know how CGA want the egg scrambled. You don't know how CGA need the feet. You don't know how CGA need to be treated on a daily basis. You don't know how CGA need his you to drop that neck. You don't know how CGA need them legs parted. You don't know how CGA works. So every woman can be taught. Every woman needs instructions. So just because you're 40 and you came into a bad, you came from a whole lifelong of bad relationships, and you want to get in here and do the same lazy shit you did for the previous man that you lost, that's why you're losing. I'm gonna tell you what CGA needs. I'm gonna tell you how CGA needs them eggs scramble. I'm gonna tell you how CGA works. You don't know shit until I tell it to you. All right. <laughs> and you'll be better for it. You'll thus get the reward of being with CGA. You don't know Nathan until I tell it to you. All right. You need to come in here like a wet sponge. You need to come up here and soak up how to treat CGA. Don't treat me like you treat these other guys because that's why your ass out here single and broke. What you need to do is hit get these instructions before you head for self-destruction. And the next thing you need to do is read Adams 316 and that might save your life. <laughs> and everybody should operate in this mindset. She don't know how to treat men. She don't know how to treat. She know how to treat men. She don't know how to treat you. And this relationship go be about the king of kings. You ain't never going to hold precedence over CGA. But I will hold you in high esteem when you out with me. And of course, you will get to experience the aura. That is CGA when you out with me and you're going to respect it at all times. But you ain't going to get this as easy as you got them other men because you will lose me faster than them other men had your ass lost. And you got to think like this, Adams 316. She needs to come in the position where she th she might think she's the one percenter, but I am the king of kings. So, yes, you are the one percenter. You're the man. You're the woman that every man wants. But when it comes to me, I'm even the half percent better than you. <laughs> you in my world. But it is what it is. And I'm not for everybody. But what you ain't going to do is come in here with a resume where you are Owen. And you done came in and lost every goddamn relationship you've been in and then come in here and tell me what you will and will not do. All right, we're going to get this off the rip. <laughs> you're going to tell me what you're going to do. All right, that's what you're going to do. You're going to find yourself lonely. <laughs> you're going to find yourself by yourself. That's what you're going to do. But it is what it is. Yes, man, I have exacting standards and acquired taste. My palate is indisputable. My palate is of the finest quality of individuals, and I don't let peons or oxygen thieves in my aura. Yeah, I'm talking that shit today. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, man, and Minnie Mouse only, Minnie Mouse. I don't need to know how smart you are. Leave that for your girlfriends. Go with your girlfriends and tell them how smart you are. I don't care over here. I need you to be. Yeah. <laughs> and you need to say daddy and thank you after everything that I do and acknowledge it with some physical contact. It don't have to be naked, but you will be holding my arm. You got to tell them how to do, man. Look, you got to tell them what to do. You approach a door. She needs to have instructions on what to do when we get to the door. She needs to have instructions on how to enter your vehicle. And how to exit. She needs instructions on what to do. When I show up and I say reservation for two. She want to be the show. You ain't going to be the show. 
She needs to have instructions on how we gonna order this meal. Everything you do, she needs instructions for. This is how they built. When they say, I want a man to lead, they can't tell you how to lead. That's not leadership. If I'm listening to a person telling me to lead and then she want to tell me how to lead. I lead, you follow. That's the instructions. Every single time when we get to this point, there's going to be no confusion. When we get to this point, there will be no confusion. We're going to iron out everything, details. And if you don't want to follow, you're lost. My game. <laughs> All right. And go back to them streets. I don't give a damn. Like, look, man, look. In these streets. Y'all out here scared of these women, man. Y'all out here scared of them as if they, what can they do to you? The things they can do, the worst things they can do to you is when your ass act recklessly with them and leave it up to fate. That's when y'all get treated the worst. Have you noticed that? Oh, I'm going to just get the easy sex and you don't iron out the shit. You don't get the consent. You just go reckless. That's when they start acting stupid. When you give them instructions, the best thing that's going to happen is 90% of them are going to walk the hell away. They did you a favor. He said they can rob you. Of course they can rob me. That's if I leave them at home by myself. Okay, but I ain't, I ain't going to do that. But here's the thing. Yep, know how they talk to you. So that you can give them the sign language. And when they voice rise up and they rise the simp wolf whistle. All you got to do is hit them with this. Okay. Just put your hands in your pocket. <laughs> all right. We're like, all right, that'll be enough now. She wants you to argue. It's going to be enough. And then as soon as she keep talking, just get the hell up. Walk the hell off. <laughs> don't argue with him get the hell up walk the hell off go right to your car drive the hell off zoom <laughs> all right what do we got deadly ellie says the e for energy in the acronym meet is true he says i like to empty he says i like a car on empty gas days wait it wait i'm like or it's like it's like a car on empty gas days after a marathon junior college roar session oh you're like that you're like a Carl empty gas day. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you give your woman, like the best thing she can get to control you is your energy. So when you bust and you lay in there, you're like a Carl empty gas day. For sure. So that energy has been transmuted, transmute, transmuted. <laughs> All right. Always give them instruction. Always give them instruction. And God, oh, look, this isn't dating coach shit. This could go for your family members. Just remember, this isn't dating coach shit. Always give them an instruction. If they don't follow the instruction, stop. Stop communicating. Stop talking to their ass. Stop the relationship going forward. This could go for your sisters, your daughter, your wife, your ex-wife, your girlfriend, your mother. Always give them instruction. And the first note and hint that they are not willing to go with your program is they're going to not follow the instruction initially all women going to all women are going to do this almost all of them because they're trained to do this and they know they're kind of testing you inadvertently for instance i do this and i say listen i want you to text me on this number now one time sometimes on these dating apps or these sites 
The woman will continue the conversation on the site. I gave you the number. I gave you the instruction, the text. Now, once she continues the conversation, she has not followed the instruction. She wants to do it her way. The worst thing you can do then is continue the goddamn conversation. Leave her ass on red. I told you what to do, bitch. Now you still want to ask me questions to get details? Now she might say, I want to stay on the app. Okay, bye. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I gave you the instruction. You didn't follow it. Meet me here at one o'clock. Do you want me to pick you up or do you want me to meet you? I'm asking her to be responsible. Um, She might say, I'll meet you there. Okay, she took the responsibility of me. She doesn't want me to see where she lives. She doesn't want, she want to protect herself. Don't get stalked. Fine with me. But I told you to meet me at one. When you show up at 115 and 130, you have not followed the rules. Many times I leave without any notice. No notice. I don't text her. I don't say shit. Then when she says, where are you at 128? No response. You fucked up. You didn't follow the rules. That's it. I'm gone. I vacated the premises. <laughs> okay. Don't argue them. Don't be in your feelings. Bitch, I told you to show up. Don't nothing. She already proved she can't follow the simplest of rules. And let them keep going. She might say, well, I don't care. Okay, she didn't care to begin with. So why did you, you were about to waste your time anyway. I don't care. I just go to another dude. She didn't care anyway. See, you guys got to read into that. She was just using you for the shit or whatever she was doing, wasting her time, filling her time, whatever. If she says she doesn't care, she didn't care no way. And she wasn't going to care to begin with. <laughs> right? 15 minute rule. Get the hell up out of there. That's complete disrespect and a lack of ability to follow instructions and organize her time in an efficient way to respect you and leave her ass on red. <laughs> it's, it is what it is. After five minutes, I'm walking to the car. <laughs> right. Then I'm going to give you five extra minutes to go to my phone and give you the benefit of the doubt. Then when you text me, I'm on my way. Oh, you out of here. <laughs> that means you're going to be 25 minutes late and that's just crossing the line because if you accept it if you accept it she's never going to follow instructions that you give it's just not important to her all right guys treat your kids like this treat your mother this isn't game about women this is game about people this is game about people and the reason why you keep getting disrespected is not because of women it's because of you the reason why dating sucks and American women are undateable is not because of them. It's because of us. So let's stop blaming them. We haven't held our end of the bargain. You haven't operated in abundance. You operated in um, the opposite of abundance, which is one-itis. Where are we at? And then you guys argue with them and try to prove your point. Men, stop arguing with them. Leave their ass on red until they figure it out. And if every, every guy held the standard, right, and didn't come in and simp, if everybody held this standard, guess what will happen? They will change their behavior overnight. Yeah, scarcity is how they operate in scarcity. Yeah. Shout out to my man. We'll call you Rashid Wallace in the building. He says, peace and blessings, my brother. It's been a while. Wanted to express my gratitude for another Jewel Lace episode. I got my CBR one thousand rr warmed up stay safe and always yeah stay safe on my r1 i haven't ridden in a long time i don't trust the 
drivers here, but always wear all your gear all the time. All right. Anyway. <laughs> all right. All gear at all time. We got two more. And then I think we're at. Um, let me see here. So he says, I, he says, I give him five minutes. Yeah. Late is a sign of disrespect. Kevin W says uh, that woman and those like her always talk about generational wealth, but have little to no financial education and have a $5 network at that. If they got $5. Yeah. I mean, the generational wealth conversation is actually goofy for almost all of us. It is what it is. Shout out to the people out here on your motorcycles. Please wear your gear. I know you want to be cool and not wear your, not wear your leathers and all of that stuff and not wear the proper uh, shoes, but uh, one accident can change your life. One foot accident, one roll of the ankle, one knee accident, one hit, one reckless driver. I mean, when I ride on my motorcycle, it's amazing how many people are on their phones. You can see it. You know, you wonder why police officers can see it. You're riding your car and you're splitting lanes and you're looking over women specifically. They be on their phone texting. I'd be like, damn, they ain't paying no attention. You know what I mean? And you're going to have your skin looking like ground beef when you're riding with your tank tops. And um, all men will be in a motorcycle. All men will lay down their bikes. All right. So we can't say, well, I'll just do this and I'll just do that. It don't take months to lay your bike down. So you don't want your arm and your chest looking like ground beef. And they got to take a knife. All right. To shave off all the new skin coming in after you got a third degree burn asphalt rub. All right. You don't want to do that shit. So wear your leathers. <laughs> Well, your helmets. Yep. Where your hel- <laughs> where your helmets? All right. Where we at? Daylay says, uh, as much as I love BWs, I have to say, coach, you are right. And BWs belong to the government. They're their own separate race. They consider themselves their own class. He says the good black man who stayed out of trouble with the law, God fearing, hardworking black men will have to go elsewhere. And these women have uh, disrespected black men and helped destroy the black community. Let it all burn. My man's ready to taste it. He's like, let it all burn. All right, let it all burn. Yeah, man, some people don't, you know, some people aren't worth the effort. And I got out of the community a long time ago. I know everybody cannot. So I appreciate those um, who are working themselves out of there. And you do have options out here. You do have options. Shout out to, we call them Indiana Pacer, Dale Davison here with the, co-sponsorship I'm thank you brother and i think i got everybody let me check the uh other app the coach greg adams app because some people still donate over there so i want to get these brothers before we go go and that's everybody god dang we got two more streams left this week and the weekend's coming up what's up nigga what's up for the weekend the nigga? nfl schedule's coming out so ninjas get your tickets now before you have to buy them on resale all right you gotta have a credit card you credit card not having credit card ninjas, and you got might have to get a you know above a thousand dollar limit, ladies. Um, act right and um, stop acting in the act of abundance out here. Oh, shout out to the coach gang and save your ducats out here, pay your rent in advance, and watch your money build. And we out of here. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. And that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.